0: And welcome to the art of mini war. I'm Holly,
1: and I'm Aaron.
0: And today we have our guests here, Mark, hello, and Todd, hi. And we're going to be talking about dead games, so yes. games that existed at one point and are no longer supported, or have evolved to a point of being a completely different game.
1: Yeah, so we'll do that. I think yeah. uh, I don't know which one we want to talk about first, but I think the general. A lot of these. The weird thing is that some of them aren't even that old. Like a lot of them, yeah, are playing games from the late 90s and shit, but a lot of them are like, oh, no, that came out like four years ago and it just exploded. So, you know. You know.
0: Yeah. I mean, that's a th- 'cause because sometimes you see a game and you're like, I'm going to hold off buying this because I'm afraid of buying into it, getting all the miniatures done. And then it all dies. of a sudden it just it's dead. The, either the manufacturer goes under, completely gets bought out. The line is no longer supported. Pull or rack em. Yeah. 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 So there's a lot that can go wrong. So when new games, especially by small companies, and then especially, especially ones that have uh, Kickstarter funding, it makes me really nervous about buying in on the first wave because I want to see if other people want it and if other people- It's going to hang
1: around for a while. Yeah. I don't want to waste my time painting a bunch of models to play it once and then be like,
0: oh, no, it went away yeah i mean no matter how cool the models are yeah i might be able to repurpose them for another game but that's yeah. not the point no if i want to play a game i want to play a game
2: so i think a good example of that when it comes down to successful kickstarters but games that ended up dying out if i recall correctly um all quiet on the martian front started that way
1: yeah yeah no it was uh well, how old that was only like a couple years three four years ago. yeah it wasn't that long ago, yeah, and it's a it's a really cool idea. I think the main problem was that, or you know, one of the problems that I had, because I had a bunch of it um i painted it all i had to sell it off because you know there's no no reason to have it the minis were really nice too like especially the infantry and the their plastics were a bit weak whatever they used for their plastics was was not it wasn't exceptional but it worked anyway but like the the box the starter box what it came with felt more like a board game like with the missions that that came in it like it wasn't you couldn't do a lot of stuff with the stuff out of the the main box
0: so what did the main box actually come with
1: I think it came with it came with some of the little bikes. They had little bicycle guys with grappling hooks to grappling hooks and bombs to to blow up the tripods. By the way, incredible. Um <laughs> They also had gas masks. The models were dope. Uh it came with I think six stands of infantry and three, maybe six tanks. I don't remember exactly how many.
2: And what was the scale? I think it was like eighteen. Eighteen. It was a weird scale.
1: Okay. It was a little bigger than fifteens.
2: I think we'll find that there's a lot of uh, games that are that smaller mil- millimeter that ended up uh, dying out. Yeah,
1: yeah.
0: I mean, 28 is popular because, you know, it's just the more successful games are 28, and I'm not sure if it's a byproduct of them being 28 and popular, or if 28s are just popular. I'm not quite sure.
1: I think 28s are just popular because people like painting more detailed models instead of a hundred of the- these dudes.
0: That's well, fair. Well, I'm the people, uh, opposite.
2: <laughs>
3: I think most people start in uh, like a 28 millimeter game from GW, which uh, I don't, I mean, they don't really, most all the big games are 28 mil. So mm-hmm. yeah. But, well, wow. kind of shifted to 30, 32,
2: but yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. yeah. 28 Herog.
0: And yeah. now they're, um, well, they've added Adeptus Titanicus to the roster again. So, <sighs> yes, um, you know, not 28 mil, but also because they're all representing giant models like it feels i don't know they, they feel like they're bigger than they are yeah i love those. so yeah as far as all quite on the martian front i never played it i just saw when gadjo was getting rid of it fire sailing it to yeah. get rid of it and we got
1: we had a ton of it we had a pretty pretty large community too i think we had like we we held a mega game once and it was like someone had the like the crazy the crazy landship. if you saw the landship model oh my god that thing is so cool uh we'll have to put a picture on the website um, cause it's incredible. It's such a cool model. But anyway, we had like eight and 10 people on the board playing, playing on the board.
0: That's kind of impressive for cool. like a non GW non historical game.
1: Yeah. Yeah. The models were super cool. The tanks were dope. The, everything was really cool. They had like big coil guns and stuff. They, it was, I, it's unfortunate. The rules were interesting, but weird. So what went wrong? I think... A lot of it has to do with the composition of the starter set number one, and that they never released, their release schedule was really slow because they were gonna the plant they it started with americans and martians and eventually they released the british very slowly they released the british but the the main problem was it didn't work like british versus americans so i mean you could but it didn't really work well
0: so it was very humans versus martians kind of deal? yeah
1: eventually they were gonna do like venusians as well
2: was that just a lot due to due to things like having to trip the tripods and stuff like that, like with the grappling hooks and stuff like that. So you're not really grappling a tank or anything along those lines. It was just yeah. some the game
1: mechanics that kind of... I, yeah, because just- the game mechanics for the humans was you had to be sneaky to get to kill the tripod, right? Like you had to... Because if, if you're just sitting at range or, or if you're sitting at like mid-range, then the tripods can just like laser beam death everything you, throw some smoke bombs in you and you're going to die to horrible caustic poisons but like yeah so you the humans had to be sneaky so human v human just didn't work so it was hard to find hard that made it harder to find games
0: yeah cuz then you needed somebody who had martians and somebody who had not martians
1: exactly yeah and i think that's that's a big downfall i mean then again who doesn't run around want to run around with 100 tripods that's amazing but also like the martians didn't have a big unit variety and that was a big problem too
0: yeah i could see how that would be an issue because they had
1: a lot later they added they added quite a bit later on um they had like little scout tripods and little seeker drones and some Didn't didn't they
3: initially only have like three types of tripod? Like it was a big and medium and small, and that was basically it?
1: Well, no, they only had one type. They launched with only one, the medium tripod, and it had three different guns. Okay. Yeah, Yeah, Yeah. That makes more sense. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So with not being able to get games and limited faction choice, I can see why it would kind of, no matter how fun it is, You're just super limited and it has limited replayability because of that. So as a result, you're just want to play all quiet. (sighs) Okay. Well, it's going to be the
1: same game. Yeah. It's going to be the
0: same game over and over again. It's like, oh, well, is Joe here? He has Martians. Nope. I have Americans. Oh, well, looks like I'm not playing today. Yeah. What else do we have?
3: You know what? That game might've made more sense if it was like co-op against the board yeah so because that i think that's the only way you can kind of get around that sort of limitation where mm-hmm. i mean, with because whoever's playing the martians they have what like one or two
1: lists variation max like it really is near much. the end there was a lot a lot more stuff but yeah okay. at the beginning it's like oh you have this many points i'll just put two more tripods down and i'm done like it's right. yeah.
2: Yeah, I think that's what happens when you have a like a, a setup where it's sort of like good guys, bad guys kind of a thing, yeah. and it's built out that way, but there's only one bad guy, and then you have you know two or three good guys or whatnot. Yeah, yeah. But people want to play these different armies, and so it's like, oh, if it was American and British, and I'm sure they had plans to do other nations as well, yeah, probably yeah. like France and Russia or something, but if they're all them versus the aliens, then what do you do?
1: Yeah, exactly.
0: It, I mean, it could have been interesting if like, ooh, the Russians sided with the Martians or something crazy yeah. like that, but... Yeah. And just having variation, but it sounds yeah. like they just had probably um, if, just if, equity issues in order to like put money into production I, for new models. And they yeah. needed to release to get money to make money because they needed, you yeah. know, possibly more I capital think, to get it through. And then you have these weird production schedules. And what do you do with that?
1: I think they were actually a victim of being too successful in their Kickstarter and that's a, that, that's a that's a problem uh, i see a lot of companies have is um, if you have too many stretch goals then they don't add to you your longevity like it hurts it, it's a detriment to the longe- longevity of your game because most things only launch with like two factions maybe three or four and if those factions don't um, appeal to someone why would you play that game Even if the mechanics are super cool. Like, if if Infinity is the best game ever, I won't care because I don't like any of the factions. I feel like that's a big problem. Because if they released Venusians or something, another alien or something, or like, I don't know, something, Mole Men. If they released, like, Mole Men or something from the center of the Earth, that would be amazing. But they just stuck with the humans and then Martians. Yeah, so yeah, they needed a second bad guy at least to live.
0: With kickstarted games and like being successful in that, I you know it just makes me think of Dust. Yeah, and how their very successful Kickstarter ended up kind Destroying of just them? yeah, yeah, which we went into last episode, but a little, yeah, um, if you don't mind recapping that,
1: well, I don't remember what I said, so I'm going to just do a thing tell us the story aaron oh boy um yeah because they were doing um that was that kickstarter was for that's for their desert war stuff the operation babylon or whatever yeah um because they way overshot their their goal so they had to do all these stretch goal stuff which cost them more than they made because that's how stretch goals work for some reason and it just the, the it was two companies working together and neither of them wanted to pay for the stretch goals. So they, they're just like, instead of just splitting it or figuring something out, they're like, no, let's just kill the game. That's reasonable. That's how we should do this.
0: It's mind boggling because yeah, they had a like,
1: big base. It was a popular game.
0: And also they, it wasn't a brand, you know, not a brand new game. It was something that had existed they should know what production costs are for things. So being able to anticipate those expenses and being able to estimate, you know, how much production is going to cost in labor, materials, molds, whatever they needed, it shouldn't have been a surprise. Like, especially if you're offering this, if you're offering it, you should have already done the math out and not be like, oh, guys, I guess we're, you know, screwed here because... We didn't think about this. It's like, why would you offer it then? It's like, if you if you invite someone over and you're like, hey, would you like cake? And they, would you like strawberry, vanilla? What would you like? And they go, oh, I'll have a slice of vanilla cake. You're like, oh, by the way, I don't have any cake at all. Sorry. Yeah. It's like, why would you even offer it then? Yeah. So it's kind of infuriating from a business perspective because why even go into it? Why even... Go through the effort to offer it if you can't follow it up. It's just, it's so infuriating.
1: I think one of the biggest downfalls is how many times they've just changed their fucking rule set. That's true. I mean, it went under, um, I mean, they were under Fantasy Flight for a while and
2: they had, uh, I think, two different rule sets while they're under them. One was sort of like a board game style and the other was an actual just miniature tabletop style. Yeah. And then they went under normal. normal under Battlefront, and Battlefront, I thought, wrote really good rules for him. It was a solid... Yeah, Well, it had balance issues, there's no yes. doubt there. But it was... The, the core of it was solid, but um, they just... I don't know. It just... Uh, well, even then, I think it's still stuck with two
3: rule sets, where you had a, a board game style on the grid, and then you had the, uh, the actual, like, tabletop style, but there was definitely anyone. problems. I don't know anyone who would rather play on the grid. So... I, I think could, the rules actually worked better on the grid. Funny, they probably you know, did, looking but at like, them both. why would
1: anyone want to play on that?
3: No, just, just like... Because I think that's the only way it was actually balanced.
1: That's fair. <laughs> so. Yeah, probably. Like,
0: there are certain games, especially I've noticed with Fantasy Flight games, there's stuff where you have the option of a board game or a miniatures game. A lot of their stuff that's based on the grid is better. So I could see that being a thing. And also, I like the... The, ver- the variety, it leads to more replayability. Also, if you have somebody who's a little bit more casually into gaming, convincing them to play the board game version might be a little bit easier, which we went into um, when we talked about um, miniature board games. But as far as just changing what your brand is doing so many times is really confusing because you don't have that consistency. So when you brand something, you want it to be like, okay, this is dust. This is what it does. You know, it does what it says on the tin. It's a miniatures game and sticking with that. Or, hey, it's a really cool game that you can play grid or off grid instead of changing companies, changing concepts. And at that point, maybe you should have killed the game, rebranded as a new game. And I mean, then you've got to do new sculpts, new everything. But just to have a very confusing history, it doesn't. It doesn't really make sense. I understand wanting to keep the sculpts, but at the same time, kill it, rebrand it, use the same minis. There's like, you still own the art. You still own the IP. So buying that from your former company shouldn't be an issue because you can negotiate with yourself to buy your own IP. So going forward into it, I, it's just, it's baffling some of the business decisions they made.
2: Yeah. Yeah. It'll be interesting to see because uh, talking along those lines <laughs> of like... um killing a game and then re- rebranding uh, the miniatures or making new miniatures to replace existing lines, whatnot. Uh, one of the games that, that is, at least for the moment, temporarily dead is Dystopian Wars. And Dystopian Wars is going into... Uh, I can't remember who the new purchaser is.
1: Um, some guys who do Wild West Exodus, but I don't remember the name. Yeah. War
2: Cradle. War Cradle, that's, that's it. it, yeah. Yeah. And uh, they're, they're going to allow you to use existing miniatures, but they do have their whole new like, product lines that it looks like they're planning on, on coming out with and, and going that route.
0: That's exciting because the Wild West Exodus stuff looks really cool. I, A lot of it's overdone. Yeah, but I see it in like... Overdesigned. I work. see it in like WI and like it as far as cool like stuff. seeing the pictures of the minis, I'm like, hey, these yeah. are really distinct. They're cool. I like it. I can deal with it being over the top because I think they're fun. I
1: preferred the Le- the Dystopian Legion models because they're actually really good. Are they? Yeah. I- yeah. The thir- the 32 mil Dystopian stuff. Because I remember when we got... When the new version came out, uh, Mark and I got the the starter set and the French are incredible. They're super cool models, especially the armored marines. With They have little heat lances and like nice uh, crosses and helmets. And stuff. They look really cool.
3: That that game definitely actually looked really cool, and it looked like it would have been a lot of fun. I don't, we only played it I we think played once it or times. twice. Yeah, but, yeah, we played uh, it like
1: two or three times. Uh, it was okay. Yeah, I I like the miniatures more than the game. So That's yeah, fair. hopefully if uh, Wild West Exodus, they put those in. And I could use them again because I have them and they're very nice. Well,
3: so that I, I think Dystopian Wars is actually changing uh, scale. Mm.
1: Uh, I know Armored Clashes.
3: Oh, maybe maybe it was just Armored Clash. But yeah, I know yeah. Armored Clash is going to like ten. Yeah, there's something. Mm, not a I'm I, not, I not as much a fan of that. Yeah,
1: because going from what was it t- one twelve hundredth? Yeah, to, to ten, ten mil, yeah. <laughs> whatever that is. What is that one one fifty one two hundredth? Because yeah. Because 15 mil is one one hundredth. So, yeah.
0: So was um, Dystopian Wars was Spartan, right? Yeah, yeah. Okay.
1: All this was Spartan.
0: Yeah. And, I mean, they also had the Halo game which died with the company.
1: That killed the company, yeah. Yeah. Slaughtered them.
0: Yeah, because... You can't
1: can't release a game that competes with yourself. That's ridiculous.
2: That's true. It was kind of weird that they did that because they released a ground version of Halo and they as well as a like a, a starship version but they had already had two of their yeah. own home-built ips uh being uh firestorm armada and um planetfall and planetfall so you looked at it and you're kind of like and and the weird thing is that um the the halo ground looked kind of similar to planetfall in the sense of like you had multi-based infantry and stuff along yeah those which were really
1: nice they were yeah they looked really, really nice good models. but it was one of
2: those things we were kind of looking at, and you're like why are you doing this you already have a science fiction like universe that you have set up here that you already have invested in and whatnot and then you're you're bringing in Halo instead. And I don't know if they're just gaming on this idea that these, uh, you know, Xbox shooter games or whatnot was going to pull in a great, like a big strategy base, which is a little shocking to me. I don't think. I mean, they did do Halo Wars. They, well, which they did. was yeah. fun.
0: Very hard to play on 360.
2: Um, Never owned yeah, it. I, Never I, played I, it. I will admit to enjoying both both halo wars the first and the they're, second they're pretty, were both good, good they were they were they were solid for what they were what they were trying to do i mean it was kind of like uh, battle for middle earth where you had the the first one yeah. where you had like a um a specific base like layout and you could build up buildings within that and you had defenses and stuff like that that was limited to your area and okay. then limited units because i mean uh, i think battle for middle earth one was only like 120 pop cap or 200 or something yeah. like that it was really small and and so it was Halo Wars, and it wasn't a bad design, but it was also like a very like niche area of Halo that was not really what it was known for yeah. in that sense.
1: That's yeah. Yeah. So when it came out,
0: yeah. And as far as the Halo miniatures game, I love the miniatures. I thought they're great. I'm also a really big fan of Halo, so it appeals to me because I like miniatures and I like Halo. But that's not a huge cross section of either. War gaming or or video pe- gaming yeah. Yeah. population. So, and what scale I'm, is it? Is it ten? Ten. Yeah. So yeah, they were ten mil. So it's the same as uh, Drop Zone Drop oh, Plate.
1: Wait, I th- wasn't. I think the oh, Halo was, one was fifteen. It might have been fifteen. Yeah. I know Planet Fall was ten.
0: Okay. I think and they were
2: 15, which was weird. And going on that cross section too, I mean, you might it might be easy to say that a lot of war, a lot if not most war gamers have probably played Halo, but out of like the the Halo fans, most of them probably have never wargamed, I don't or know, even yeah, yeah, I'm not as, even knew yeah. what wargaming
1: was. I don't like their art direction, so I would never buy them.
0: <laughs> well,
1: not not a fan.
0: I'll fight you. That's
1: fine. I don't care.
0: Don't make me go get some game fuel.
1: Yeah, that'll do it. <laughs> <laughs> I, it's not. I don't like their art direction, so I'm. I wouldn't buy models of them. That's fair. Um. So the, the, they do a confederate. They do an alien confederate confederation way better than 40k does. Yeah. That that that's the only cool thing about it, and that big problem with tau. Yeah. <laughs> At least more aliens, <laughs> you cowards. Yeah. Yeah, and about, what three. <laughs> yeah. Two. There's not even a third.
0: Well, there's the Tau, Uh, the Vespids, Vespids. and the crew. Yeah, Yeah,
1: but Tau is like the main. Oh, I guess that's
0: true. But they're aliens.
1: Yeah, but they're not auxiliary. No. That's what I mean.
0: Okay, I get what you're saying. Yeah, yeah.
1: Well, wait a minute.
3: You could have human auxiliary. No, I'm just kidding. It's
0: not (laughs) even in the book. You you can't.
3: Oh, I guess that's true. You'd have to model
1: them and just run them as fire warriors or something. Right.
0: It's infuriating because like you read the fluff on them. It's like, we have all of these aliens, all shapes and sizes, and nope.
3: They, they yeah. actually had more alien variety in Battlefleet Gothic. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, because they had Demiurge ships as well. as the yeah. yeah. And the... Uh, oh, I forget what that other one was. The, the weird they, bears. They well, think it started with like an N. I, I don't know. They yeah. had weird... Yeah, they had a lot, of, a lot of
1: stuff. But yeah, they really did. Yeah. Give, give me Demiurge. Give me one unit of Demiurge. Maybe two. I think, give them a fucking combat unit that isn't Crute. Yeah. Give oh, them yeah. like a weird super cav or monster unit. I... I I'm just sick of battle suits. Stop with the battle suits. I get that Weebs love them. They're neat. <laughs> I don't care.
0: Are you saying that the Weebs should just migrate over to infinity?
1: I mean they should, but I'll I'm fine with towers would be Tau would be fine if they had more aliens. I'd be down with
0: that. Yeah,
1: they'd be cool. I'd probably play them and just do trash aliens because that like I would take as as minimal actual Tau as I possibly could and then just take trash aliens because that would be amazing.
0: That would be very it fun. would be very bad. Because no one else does that in yeah. the universe. My it's army
1: like, is just Cruton Vespids.
0: And I would lose so fast. <laughs> it'd be very fun, though.
1: Mm, yeah.
0: Maybe not for you, but... I don't want to paint that. That's fair. So, speaking of Battlefleet Gothic, that's another one that is no longer supported yeah. by GW.
1: It kind of got picked up in the video game space, though. Yeah. By... uh what is it, Tindalus or whatever? Is it Focus Interact? Oh, yeah, yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. Focus is the publisher. Publisher, yep.
2: Yeah. Yeah, uh, Battle of the Gothic, um, I mean, the, the the biggest problem with Battle the Gothic, I think uh, it, it was one of those games that desperately needed a second edition. Yeah. And it just never happened. So the, the there was no real internal balance um, between factions where some factions were just simply better than others. Like the old Necrons, were just leaps and bounds better and then the Mechanicum. Mechanicum made it so that it was actually pointless to even play regular Imperial Navy because the Mechanicum got everything Imperial Navy did but every single one of their cruisers could be a battle cruiser instead of a cruiser so you're just getting Nova cannons on absolutely everything
0: yeah. okay yeah Because so- after
1: the first four after the first four races were finally balanced together mm-hmm. and then they just added more and it just got worse Yeah.
0: so GW GW'd
3: yeah. Yeah, basically. yeah, yeah, yeah. They, I think didn't Marines only have two options initially outside of escorts. It was just the strike just cruiser, the battle and the cruiser, battle barge. Yeah, they yeah. had. The barge,
2: yeah. They had access to like the Imperial strike cruiser. Actually, you know what? They had grand cruisers. I think.
3: I don't think they did initially. I think it was just the battle barge and the strike cruiser, and then you had access to the Imperial light cruiser. I believe. Yeah, and dauntlesses. And yeah. Stuff. yeah,
1: yeah, yeah.
2: yeah i don't know it was sort of a weird um i mean it, it was a it's a fun game and it i think it would still be fun today there there are like most of these games there are player editions yeah uh that have come out to help um sort of fix the problems that that just were never able to be you know addressed in the original series but um yeah they had a and i mean they, they even had i think a battlefield gothic uh like um newsletter or something like that or like a like a magazine or something yeah. that they were updating rules. in. maybe it was just white Dwarf. If I can't remember.
1: Yeah. They had a thing, but I don't remember what it was called, but yeah.
2: Yeah. And then even Forgeworld world picked it up for some, for some things too, but it just sort of didn't really go anywhere. They just weren't able to quite solidify the rules actually, down. The
3: thing that was weird is it actually had a really popular release and a lot of people. Cause I remember, uh, I mean, we're talking back in the day when I was first getting it was into like, was
1: it 2002 or something like, it was, yeah, it was, it was old. a long mm-hmm. time
3: ago, <laughs> but I remember when I was first kind of trying to get into wargaming. And I was talking to a shop owner, and they, and I said, you know, between 40k and this new Battlefleet Gothic game, what would you recommend? And they recommended Battlefleet Gothic because it was easier to get into.
2: You didn't require, it didn't require as much. Yeah, you, know? you, you yeah. didn't have to
3: yeah. spend a fortune just to try and get a, a, an army that you could work with, and it would, you just build a handful of ships. You could literally buy your army and play the same day.
2: Mm-hmm. And it was it was easier for like uh, tables too, because you don't have to have like a ton of. I mean, you had 2D terrain that you yeah. put down, so you're not dealing with like 3D asteroids or anything like that. I mean, you could and it'd look good, but It'd also be difficult to deal re- with.
1: It re- wasn't required. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it was
3: uh, from what little I played of it a long time ago. Uh, I do remember it being a lot of fun, though. There was a few things that was... Oh, sorry. <laughs> there was a few things that were uh, interesting about it. Like, uh, uh, I remember fighting uh, Necron tombship, and the fact that I hulked it, even though he had the rest of his fleet, automatically meant that our team won because... For some reason, if you hulked a Necron tomb ship, it was worth twice as many points. Well, now my whole fleet can be destroyed and it didn't matter. Yeah. So the weird things like that kind of imbalanced how the game ran. Um, you can also, like, jump out. So if you took so much damage, you could leave and kind of deny your opponent that way. Or you could simply just get ahead and then jump out your whole fleet. So there's some problems as far as, like, tournament mm. play goes. Yeah. It was kind of gamey in that sense with how objectives worked
1: just launch all the torpedoes and nova cannons and leave and see what they blow up yeah pretty yeah, much because I
3: mean, really like all you needed to to be declared the winner was you inflicted more damage on the other guy you know what i mean so
1: yeah yeah which is dumb
2: yeah that was kind of an interesting time for gw because it seems like uh i mean that ended up failing without a second edition and they also had like that Inquisitor game that they did. Oh it was, yeah, that
1: was some a weird. It yeah. was yeah, yeah.
2: They went in sort of a weird direction and Inquisitor, where you would have looked at it and you're like, well, why aren't you just using the 28 millimeter models? Yeah, and that was thing? like. Instead, they released. I think there were 32 the, three, th- or 54. Oh, were 50. 50. Yeah, yeah, 50 yeah they're 64. huge. They're yeah, they're yeah, real big. They were nice though. Yeah, they, they were looked, really they nice. They looked model. good, but it just was like, what, what is this for? I mean, you still played on a table and you had like a small, you know, grouping or whatever, but it just, it just didn't go in there. That was
1: more like an RPG, right?
2: Yeah. Like you, uh, yeah.
1: Also the hit chart was weird because you always got hit in the left arm. Yeah. Oh, that's right. Yeah, Cause I had, yeah, bigger, yeah. I had like,
2: for some reason, a, a much it was larger, really weird. Uh, yeah, it, I think it was a D it was a, like a D hundred system or something. Yeah. Something yeah. Like that, yeah.
1: Yeah. And it makes sense for like, if you're holding a rifle and holding it like a rifle does you're gonna get hit in the left arm but if, if you're
2: right-handed yeah
3: yeah
1: yes if you're right-handed yes but like well, if, if you're, you're not
2: right-handed you're a heretic so
1: yeah that's right you're a chaos spawn we all know this dude <laughs> slanesh's mark um uh, did you just call all left-handed
0: people the, slanesh mark yes
1: oh, okay i feel like it's a compliment
0: <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna just shift this pad over to the other side and just right with my other mm, hand instead of right with my left i'm actually not left-handed though so that is actually kind of weird sure um <laughs> i'm not just saying that i swear sure
1: but, but um yeah no
0: it, the the other
1: problem is you couldn't make your own dudes out of it because where are you gonna get conversion no. parts yeah yeah it's like if you just put it in 28. Then you could have people grab Kitbash, whatever the hell they want. And they, they had rules
3: for everything. Like yeah. You, you, yeah. You, the game mechanics were designed for you to make your own custom character, but they didn't. you couldn't actually
1: model a custom no, character. Yeah. So are you gonna no, because we're going to get 40K bits at 54 a, mil. Exactly. It's not going to happen.
3: Yeah, be pretty damn good with an X-Acto knife and like yeah. PVC and all that other crap. So.
0: Yeah. yeah, I mean, now at least the Inquisitor models are really cool, you know, just shelf- Pieces. They are nice. Yeah. They look yeah. really yeah. cool. Yeah. I, I think I have one or two in a box somewhere from when I moved. Yeah, Where they are, I, had one. I don't know. I remember yeah. having one. Somewhere. So.
3: Actually, I guess you could argue that now you could technically make it work because you could potentially just print a, a
1: blown-up model. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So. you could. But um, the cool thing about that is Inquisimunda is awesome. Or Ink 28. Ink 28 was a bit... Has been going for a long time, but I honestly think Inquisimunda is cooler because it's still it's the Necromunda rules with expanded stuff to make it more RPGable. Whereas inc Twenty Eight is just Inquisitor in Twenty Eight with some extra stuff, hmm. um, and that's a huge. The community is taking a huge, huge liking to that stuff. So I don't would, think I've never tried that. I'm gonna have to give that a shot. Yeah, Inquis- <laughs> Inquisimunda. I want to do at some point because the, there's a, so many crazy lists. Like, I remember looking through one, and there's one um, where you're basically uh, Imperial big game hunters in, like, exosuits. And you're just going around to the frontier and shooting aliens. Like, that's That's, amazing. (laughs) That's delightful. Yeah, yeah. Some (laughs) space elephant guns and saying, oh, God, we got to get back to camp before we get devoured. Like, all right, shit, use the exosuit. Like, uh, they have some really interesting lists in there.
3: Actually, it makes me think of the... the the Starcraft 2 campaign with the when he's walking in the bar and he's like the big, the bug hunt uh, yeah, in yeah. the back yeah, room. Yeah. So I was like, whatever
1: champion, yeah. Yeah, exactly. So, um, yeah. yeah, so there's some cool stuff in there. So that's being kept alive a little by the community. Um, just like Gorka Morka is huge in the community. Like, there's a huge community that's still Updating and playing and, and adding stuff to Gorkamorka, which is the best specialist game that has ever been released. Because <laughs> it's orcs in trucks blowing each other up. It's amazing.
0: Hey, Aaron, I think you might be biased. I yeah,
1: you're goddamn right. I am. <laughs> <laughs> They're orcs. What what do you want? They're mm, the best in communist grotts. <laughs> yeah yeah, you can lie to the committee to get more gold. It's amazing. It's the best. <laughs> <laughs> I love Gorkamorka so much.
0: So. Like fan edition Gorkamorka versus like other similar games like Gaslands and Dark not, Future and here, all that.
1: Here's the deal it's not similar to those at all. Gorkamorka so, is nothing like those two.
0: So, what's
1: different about it? It's because it's not just a car game.
0: So, what else is there? You well, get you,
1: out of the car and you punch each other. You can get knocked off. Um. Yeah, if you get hit by a, like a rocket. Or someone throws a grenade in the bed of your truck, everyone's flying out of that truck and they have to walk and then they can just get hit by bikes and stuff, run over and stuff. You're not just locked in the car. And if the car blows up, everyone dies. Like people are flying everywhere. It's amazing. Can you technically try and board it upon a upon? Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. No, there's boarding, <laughs> boarding ramps. Yeah. You can, you can, yeah.
2: Get your, you know, little parrot on your shoulder and right. pull up the pirate flag. Of
1: exactly. Yeah. So for they, those of you listening, just
2: imagine a boarding ramp with a hook on it coming
3: back down on a flatbed truck, like, yeah. like the, yeah. the Roman Corvus kind of thing going exactly, on. Exactly.
1: Like yeah. It's a truck decks. Corvus. It's incredible. Yeah. They also have really cool. The chase rules were really cool. We never got to do that as much as, as I would have liked.
2: Yeah. No. It, Where, uh, um,
1: if you're like next to, if you're like next to each other or behind someone, whenever they moved, you moved. So, um, there, the rules, um, were like, uh, your driver to do like crazy moves and stuff had to do a bunch of tests. Um, so you could like lose people if your driver was good enough, but every time if they're behind you doing, um, in chase mode, they would have to do those same tests. But after every move, they, they got to shoot at you and vice versa with your guys that didn't have like a four mounted Gun. So it was super, it's uh, miles better than any other car game.
0: Okay. Because I played Dark Future a little bit and I've played Gaslands once or twice and they're kind of, they're all right.
1: Those are Death Race. It's not Mad Max. Yeah. Yeah. Fair. That's the difference. Those are Death Race. This is Mad Max.
0: Okay. Yeah. yeah, No, I can see that. And that's cool. And I mean, it's good.
1: Death Race is cool. It's not Mad Max with orcs.
0: yeah, although I have strong opinions about Gaslands, and I'm not a fan, but and uh, yeah. it's it's just boring. It's fun like once or twice, and then it's yeah. just like, meh.
1: Yeah. So, a, I'm not a... They are releasing a lot of free updates, which I think is very cool.
0: Yeah, I like that about their it, business,
1: but... Their business is, is good on that. Is Gaslands an Osprey? Yeah. Okay, yeah. gotcha. It's, I think it's like their most popular. Oh, really? Right now it is. Yeah. Oh. Of like the Osprey published ones. It's like their best selling one. Yeah, they have a weird
3: skirmish one, too, that I was looking at just the other day. Which one? Well, they, they have, have a lot. Yeah. Uh, man, I can't remember. Yeah, they have There's a lot. Like a, so. Well, that's fair. It, it kind of made me think of, uh, didn't they
2: write the rules for, uh, for
1: Um It was just published through them.
3: It was just published. It wasn't okay. one of their like special Osprey books. It, uh, they just published them. I can't remember. It was. It just. It kind of made me think of like almost like Necromunda, but you didn't have quite as big of warbands. Um, um, they that had that army building was weird. They
1: had that weird sci-fi one. Uh,
3: yeah, that's probably the one I'm thinking of.
1: Uh, something Rogue Star was that it?
3: I think that's right. That's one the, of them. I just remember the the thing that really kind of stuck out was the army building in that because yeah, it had so much XP to spend per character. It was really weird.
0: Oh, that's
2: interesting. Yeah. yeah.
3: yeah.
0: So, with other. GW support like fan supported games. I mean, we all play Epic.
2: Yes. yes. So Mm. that's and it's very aptly named. Yum yum. So,
0: but there are the two different versions. There's Epic Forty K, and then there's Epic Armageddon. So, and they're both being fan supported in different ways. So there's NetEpic, which is what I played in New Jersey, which was what was popular. There and you guys do net
1: EA net Epic mm-hmm. Armageddon yeah yeah so can't you can't get as many dudes on the table with net Epic fuck that
0: yeah well oh well a lot
1: more guys uh huh yeah
2: that is definitely a game but I it's one of those games where I wish it had never I I really wish it had never died and I mean it, yeah it, it pretty much essentially hasn't because there's so many other retailers out there that are like they know that there's a a uh you know uh, a customer base for this that there's people that want to play epic armageddon and even though it's not technically the gw stuff it's close enough you're like okay yeah so i can get my like sisters a battle army or i have a
1: whole squats army uh, that's third party exactly
2: yeah, yeah and
0: you have like the not dark eldar and the not eldar exactly, and then yeah. yes
2: yeah actually eldar are hard to find Eldar are, yeah that's true actually Eldar are hard to find
0: yeah i'm one of the only people i know who have an epic eldar army because yeah. most of mine is actually original yeah um i do have some knockoff bits but most of mine are legit
3: you know it, it's even hard to find uh, like uh, stl images for eldar yeah strangely enough like uh, or i mean at least it was last time i looked but
0: yeah who's the there's a company based out of uh new jersey that does the not dark eldar that are really good can't think of the name
1: i don't know is
2: that onslaught Yeah. Oh, yeah. I've got their Dark Eldar. Yeah. It's really good. Yeah.
1: That's where I got my squats. Yeah. Yeah. And my Toe. And my Sisters of Battle. Yeah. They do good work.
0: Yeah. And because I was looking at the not Dark Eldar and... They're really nice. Yeah, they are. Because I'm like, oh, I have, you know, the craft world Eldar and, you know, they're really neat and they're, you know, very unique because, I mean, everybody and their brother has the Space Marines and, you know, some of the other more popular factions. I know... Uh tyranids were a thing but not big they, and
2: you can still like, yeah, the the tyranids I've looked at tyrannids. They um one onslaught actually is making miniatures that are, are yeah. definitely tyranid replacements. Yeah.
0: And uh, there were the tau that came in just at the end of yeah. Epic, and they're kinda hard to get and I haven't yeah, seen a Ford, lot of or, fourth, yeah, fourth world yeah. 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 <laughs> and I haven't seen a lot of not tau. Like they seem hard to find as no. well.
3: Oh no. Uh, really? Because I
0: can't find ones that look like tons. the tau. Yeah. who makes them oh, a, I know you have one, one. Yeah, I just thought yours was legit
3: no, no. oh no no. Okay. no that's Onslaught that's <laughs> Onslaught
1: the only sorry
3: they're, the only legit model I have for Tau for that army is the Manta and I will tell you right now that model was not worth the money I paid for it because that no that, it was the old forge rolled aeronautica model yep and their resin is garbage
0: yeah it was real bad back then I shouldn't say that I know it. I've I've seen that one as a cast from not Forge World, right. and honestly, the uh, forgery world does usually look a little bit better than the uh, legit ones. Which, sorry for Forge World, your resin was shit.
2: Yeah, yeah, it, yeah. It just it, well, was, it was for a niche game too, because it wasn't even originally for Epic. They uh, Forge World had their own Aeronautica game back before yeah. Yeah. they brought Air Force into 40k for some reason. Yeah, and made it not right yeah As it still is not right plants and yeah. 40k is a whole fucking topic yeah, yeah. It's, a, uh, it's uh it's that a might be, frustrating that might one be a that thing for another discussion at some yeah. point as oh, to yeah, how shit. they screwed that up so Ugh. badly um uh, but Especially you know there's be, good examples of how to do it gw and, and forge world yeah. are in the are in the business of making models and so they want you to have the model they don't want something to just you know fly on and then fly off yeah. or anything like that yeah like, really but, should but
0: yeah and even comparing the epic Manta to the full-size Manta because I, I have a friend who has the full-size Manta oh, yeah. and uh, that... The weighs
2: is like over 100 pounds.
0: It's not that bad. <laughs> so when it's he was... Cool.
2: Uh, it definitely costs over 100 pounds. Yeah.
0: Yeah, oh. yeah when Easily. when he got it and just putting it in the bathtub to get the mold release off oh and God. Oh God. it was... The whole
1: bathtub just turned sickly yellow. Yeah, yellow. there there are
0: pictures of it and it's you know, the amount of primer he had to use for it and And just give baby a bath
1: inside and out. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Cause you know,
0: the whole bottom opens up and you can like look inside and it comes with like a bunch of dudes and it's a really nice kit and I'm glad he got it legit. I mean, it's a,
2: it's a, it's a model that's literally an army carrying case as well.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. 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 It's incredible. You know, come to think
3: of it, I think the aeronautica model, technically the bottom can open up too, but, um, I mean, you'd have to have other miniatures to throw in there to uh, make it look right, right. Yeah, like, yeah. So at
0: that point, who cares? Yeah, yeah.
2: for sure. Yeah. For yeah. So we don't need to see the ramp come down. We understand no. that you just unloaded a bunch of uh, towel right in front of our battle line.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and then we
1: shot them and they died. Yeah, there, there we ta- go. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Like I, I get tanks that open when they're the size of a manta. I don't understand why rhinos have hatches that can open oh, in, yeah. like <laughs> standard panel. 40k yeah. I don't yeah. understand why wave serpents open I don't get and it you,
2: even if you paint the inside I mean you'd have to put a flat you'd have to you know go down get with a, a flashlight and take a look just to see what's going on on the inside it's
1: too dark Blew that in there. shit shut yeah, yeah that's yeah. what I
0: do and who the hell has time to like paint the inside of a drop pod no fuck
1: that like, oh yeah oh god that's okay nobody takes them anymore because they're trash
0: well now they are
1: no they're not oh yes I thought, you meant, <laughs> I thought you meant well now they are good
0: no they they were a must take in seventh and now yeah. it's just like well glad i have my pine cones because they're just gonna sit on a shelf
3: yeah they're they're really useless boy am i glad i didn't full-fledged invest into that one you know i have some <laughs> of the i
2: tiered, did i have some of the turn to drop pods the that's true yeah
1: <laughs> and they're way cooler they they are
2: you I, just need honestly a bunch of
1: Pyrovores to slap in it because they're I'm their totally
0: go more doing than eight yeah because they're than a ten inch inches.
2: yeah it's a ten inch flame flamethrower
1: yeah
2: um, so speaking of drawpots also they're twenty five points now because of uh, chapter approved oh my so. god
1: mm-hmm.
3: speaking of uh, uh, pods though uh, that is one cool thing about coming back to epic is the uh, the planet strike rolls so oh. mm-hmm.
2: and that brings um. in some battlefleet gothic too because you had to have a battlefleet gothic mm-hmm. ship to do it. Yeah, you had to have a way to actually hit the ground, so... That's cool. Um,
3: but yeah, you can drop pod down whole units, and actually they, they, there's a uh, transport capacity for the different battleships. Like a Strike Cruisers, some, for some reason, only carried like 100 Marines. Oh. <laughs>
2: mm-hmm.
3: um, and then the Battle Barge carried like twice as much. It was really weird. Um, but uh, the thing that made it a little bit tricky is that uh, when you plan a strike onto a planet, there's very few things that can actually carry down tanks. Yeah. So, and you had to plan your your landing zone ahead of time. Your spaceship is technically only in game for one turn. Um, and it mm. can't be there at the same time as an opposing spaceship. Like, it's really interesting. Huh. Yeah. Uh, but I guess you could argue that the benefit is you could, you know, say, hey, I'm going to show up on turn two or three and literally strike down on the objectives. Then you have to try and fight them off. So. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but I haven't really tried that. But I'd like to. Yeah, would
0: be <laughs> cool. Yeah, the one thing, though, about the net epic rules is i like that it does support either basing style for epic because that would i can only imagine the frustration of hey we're not changing the basing yeah which i mean doing that from warhammer fantasy battles to aos is just like well if you have a couple hundred clan rats all on square bases have fun pal oh, and especially if mm, the, i
1: recently b- did that
2: <laughs> yeah and especially if you if they've been painted and already based and flocked and everything else and you're yeah. like okay cool now rip all the bases off well except for i don't think aos actually technically requires the base to change it does right? now oh it does
3: now for okay like, for
1: like tournaments
3: well that's good yeah that was one of my biggest complaints was that uh, if if they didn't have like an actual basing, basing
1: yeah. Rule no, they they do now for tournaments. It was
3: easy to abuse. for like actual
1: yeah. match play. Like if you're playing at your local shop, a lot of people won't care, right? Unless they're super competitive. But they that that happened with uh, General's Handbook too. So
0: yeah, oh, okay. Which was nice that when it transitioned, when they blew up the old world and transitioned from Fantasy Battles to AOS, they did kind of have that grace period. Yeah, but the frustrating thing with that is, well, I guess we're going to talk about fantasy battles for a little bit is um, another dead game yeah. yeah was when AOS dropped and they didn't have points and they it didn't have game. consistent yes. basing and it's like oh well it's from the furthest point of your model to the from the closest point of model to closest point of model it's like why wouldn't you just slap spears and pikes on everything and because, also
1: you, the the bases didn't matter so you yeah. people would just stack the bases
0: yeah, oh yeah it I didn't matter that. yeah and yeah put this base
1: on that base and yeah it was
0: that. really frustrating well and and they had really
1: obscure rules
2: too for like uh if you're like badly outnumbered or anything like that it just didn't matter because there wasn't a point system so
3: yeah, yeah. it's like
0: oh well here's some suggestions about how you might try to balance it's like no well oh, actually no. you could
3: you could summon on a whole like army units oh yes. back. yeah, yep. yeah I remember
1: that. yeah yeah yeah
0: and like looking at oh well just do it by like wounds or something like some of the suggested balancing yeah. factors it's like yeah well That's i could have a you know just fuck pile of rats against an ogre and the ogre's gonna be like cool and just punt them all off the board yep like and it's like if you that had
1: dragon has 14 wounds that means he's the same as 14
0: clan rats I'm, yeah, yeah. Oh, no <laughs> yeah. Talking about? yeah and it's just it was really frustrating and i i didn't get into aos because of it and yeah. it wasn't and it until the
1: stain on it for a long time Yeah, it's, and people one are still hesitant to get into it even though it's fucking great now i really love edge of sigmar right now
2: it's definitely come around in strides um, oh absolutely i mean it's uh it's it was absolutely terrible beyond all words when it first released which was so weird because they had a lot of like. They had a lot of excitement about it. They're really interested in community feedback. Yeah. But then you also took something that, that was like Warhammer Fantasy Battles, where Warhammer Fantasy Battles did have, like like 40K, it had a competitive nature to it. And then you brought it into Age of Sigmar without having any of the competitiveness.
0: Yeah, and I'd even argue that Fantasy Battles was the better tournament game.
1: It was at yeah. the time,
0: absolutely. So you know, the then,
3: really weird thing was, it seems like they put a lot of effort into the end times for Fantasy Battles. Yeah. And then it seemed like Age of Sigmar, like, almost like they panicked and said oh we only had a week of development on this
1: and well a up. lot oh, of like, it was the end times was to save uh, fantasy y- yeah they oh, put okay. a lot of money and a lot of development time into it and nobody was buying
2: it the returns just weren't good enough. yeah exactly but there oh, were okay. there were real problems with warhammer fantasy Battle. i mean not even not even well i had a lot of issues with the rules stuff but but in like monetary terms yeah the biggest problem is that they they just just, I mean, it, everything was just big units. There's no reason to take anything less than a 40 man unit, which was the largest. Except for like ranged. Yeah, but with the yeah. exception of ranged. But it made it so that if you played like, you know, like clan rats or skeletons or whatever, and you, you realistically looked at it, you were, you were investing the $100 for one 40 man unit. Maybe and that's not more, that many points. And it wasn't a lot of points, and it could just get wiped off the table super yeah. easily.
1: Well, a lot of that goes back to the demon book from sixth edition. <laughs> Where they that that was the start of it just getting shit um because play pre-demon 6th edition and it's really well balanced i think a lot of the stuff um with horde bases was smart the problem is not every unit not every army should have those rules goblins skeletons and ratmen absolutely yeah um because otherwise why would like but then, yeah, when you can start like taking care of warriors. Chaos warriors, yeah, yeah, yeah. A horde of chaos warriors is fucking silly. Yeah, <laughs> they wouldn't do that. That's ridiculous. But like the it it went from that to um, when hordes came out, they're like, well, we need a way to erase hordes, and that led to the shitty vortex spells. Yes, where I yeah. got this Pegasus wizard on your flank, and now I fucking purple sunned your entire army, and I win. Like that was horrible. What a terrible decision. Or with
2: sland bouncing. Yes. casts off to other wizards. Yeah. And things along those lines. I mean, it just, they ended up, they just blew up their own rule sets so badly. Yeah. That it just it really, recovered. it had, it had nowhere to go to be able to try and bring it back from the, from the brink. And I went, yeah. end times was end times. I mean, I never played end times. I was getting out of it by the time end times yeah. came, came around. But I mean, end times looked like they were trying to do at least something with it. I mean, they were progressing the lore. They're making things yeah. interesting. You know, major characters were dying and things along those lines. And it looked like maybe there the was some kind of hope for and, then, and yeah, a magic little. was getting revamped a little, you know, a other little. types of things. But I think they had just, they had done so much damage so quickly in really the course of just one edition. I, well, maybe it two. It started in seventh. Yeah. Seventh uh, was horrible. Yeah. So, I mean, two over two editions or whatever, they ended up destroying this game that was like one of their original yeah,
0: games. Yeah.
1: It's like 35 years old. Yeah. Maybe. And then yeah.
0: why stop? Just ruin it for the launch of Age of Sigmar.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: So, like, I still have friends who won't touch it because, yeah. you know, it's just been ruined for them. I, I get it. They're, and r-
1: they're wrong, but I get it.
0: Yeah, when I was in New Jersey working at Highlander, AOS dropped, and there were a couple people who gave it a go, gave it a try, and the overwhelming consensus was, this isn't fun, this isn't good. Well, at drop, and yeah, it was bad. Well, then, I, okay.
1: Here's, here's the thing with the, the launch. The weird thing about the launch was the main box. If you played the main box, it was really fun. Yeah. Because it was balanced. Yeah. And but- the, it had the synergy abilities from the corn guys. And like that was, those two fighting each other was really fun because it was balanced. You try and add in anything else. It was fucking terrible. Yeah, because well, I, I do
3: remember that because I remember we picked it up. Yeah, and uh, and playing just the box set was actually it was, it, good. it was a fun game. Yeah, but you after that you you didn't know how or yeah, what if do we you do could now? really add new guys. Yeah, like,
0: yeah, and, to make that work. I mean, my first experience was playing dwarves versus ogres. Yeah, and you know it was just we had to create a weird scenario to make yeah. it ogres work. One
1: because they're four wounds and all their attacks do two damage and they're really really good
0: well the only way that that my dwarves won was because of the scenario rules yeah which was if i don't lose all of my dudes i win yeah because it was so unbalanced and it was like one of those kind of hold the line last stand kind of scenarios yeah which you had to make those kind of scenarios at launch and i wasn't interested in running the game when it came out because i couldn't What am i supposed to do write custom scenarios for everyone who comes in write
1: points for yourself like what are you gonna do yeah Yeah. like
0: what am i supposed to do as like the miniature wargaming specialist i have these beautiful models i everyone's hyped about those how do I sell them? What am I supposed to do? It's when there's like no game to go behind it. And then once they yeah. drop the general's handbook, everyone's like, oh, this is really cool. It's a game now, yeah. Let's play it. And it became really popular. Yeah. Which was a ton of fun, but... a
1: huge turnaround as soon as they're like, let's make this a game. Like, yes, please.
0: Yeah, because I get that. Oh, well, let's try and attract more casual players and make it more beer and pretzels. Yes, do that, but also... Let the competitive people have their game. Well, it's not even a
1: competitive thing. It's you want your
0: game to be balanced. Yeah, you want a game. Yeah. And I, I just. Well, and I, I think in the long run,
3: that's really kind of it hurts. Definitely hurt them. Yeah. Because uh, they, they were they really, I would argue, put a lot of money into the release of Age of Sigmar, and it did so poorly at launch, and it's taken a long time for people yeah. to even have <laughs> enough faith to even consider buying it.
1: Uh, and a lot of people are, are still so bitter about the lore yeah. and i that's fair and I, those people weren't not weren't gonna buy in on it no matter what but then people like me who are like yeah fuck it i'll give it a try why not yeah um i couldn't play it what am i gonna do <laughs> it burn would, your army exactly oh fuck that that's stupid
0: that i still think of that video it's every not, time someone play
1: fucking eighth edition still or go play ninth age now or like uh, any of a million other fantasy but games yeah, there's so many.
0: i still love that video you so could, much because it's so petty it's just there's a lot of
1: those yeah it's ridiculous yeah.
0: what a child it's like oh they changed the rules on me now i've got to go i can't play with my toys the way i want to it's like nobody's holding a gun to your head and yeah. saying you have to play it the new way like yeah, just just keep playing eighth. Fuck it. Who cares? Yeah, I know people who play old editions of forty yeah. k. I know guys who play fifth because they like it. Yeah, I can't blame them. For Some reason. Well, and
2: I mean, if it if that was the case, even with games that were unsupported. I mean, um, which uh, fantasy battles is not is not supported anymore, so it is a yeah. dead game in that sense. Uh, I mean, we play plenty of dead games that at some point the fans are going to pick up the slack on yeah. the rule side of things. Uh, I mean, model availability might might get a little bit, you know, harder. You well, might have well, to look to for other not fantasy areas, areas, game, but not really. Yeah, fantasy yeah. shouldn't be as yeah, bad. Yeah, everyone to,
0: like, to find. makes fantasy miniatures in twenty eight. Or you can still you can still get all the old
1: GW stuff, yeah. with the exception right. Britonians. Yeah, what fuck them? They were just French, but no, whatever.
0: You know what? They're cool. I agree,
1: but also nobody bought them in the first place, and then everyone complained when they died. Same thing with Tomb Kings. Nobody fucking bought them. So who cares?
2: Well, I mean, I guess they're really cool.
1: Nobody the, bought them.
2: Part of the problem to fantasy in general, though, is that people weren't buying it anymore. I
1: know. Yeah. Yeah. So I mean, it,
2: it goes with all of their, all yeah. of their armies. And do you remember sense.
1: when they redid dwarves and nobody bought anything? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I, forgot I mean, I, mean redid I, them for I, a while.
2: I actually really had an interest in, in actually playing them too. But yeah. the problem is, that, I mean, again, the, the issue wasn't even, it wasn't the models. It wasn't the armies necessarily, like just their unit variety and other types it's of things. The it's just that it yeah. was the, oh, the price was really, really expensive and they just had blown up their own rule set way yeah. too much. They were way past the point of no return. And uh, I mean, even on the lore side, you might've been able to forgive them on the lore side of things if they had just been like, okay, you know what? We're just literally going to be completely changing the game and keeping it with the lore. Yeah. And at least that way you would have had your same armies. And then you could still bring in, you know, Sigmar, um, the Stormcast, Stormcast Eternals yeah. and whatnot, and be like, you know, the gods are really coming down. It's sort yeah, of more of like cool. an Olympian style kind of a thing going yeah, on.
1: Make it turn a little more high fantasy.
2: Yeah, exactly. And you you could have probably gotten away with that. I mean, because look at, you know, 40K, the differences between 40K second edition and anything after it is enormous. Yeah, I mean, insane. it's a big, big change, oh, big yeah. difference. And you're completely changing how the game plays. And they could have gone that same way. Then maybe they should have, because. They're, I mean, the lore to, to Age of Sigmar—it's not like it's—it's not like it's, it's, not like it's ex- extremely terrible by any stretch, but it is a little lazy. And it's—and and for some people, I mean, some people it doesn't matter. Other people, though, where they're really into the lore and they're wanting to know the backstory, you know, like Horus Heresy in that sense. It's really easy to get into the lore of Horus Heresy and want to play the game and things along those lines. Age of Sigmar—you look at the lore and you're like,
1: a lot of what, people just what, haven't What's read going it, on here? A lot of people just haven't read it, though. That's the problem you know there's a lot of stuff out there
3: there there really is I, that i've honestly tried to like look up a few lore videos to so understand what's going on and it still doesn't make a lot of sense well to me. a lot of
1: it is because um, the, be- the lore at the beginning is terrible yeah but the lore sense like the recent lore is apparently really good i haven't read it myself but i've heard good things so I yeah think they're trying I, to flesh yeah, it out i exactly. mean exactly which you new, gotta give it's them credit for that universe. But yeah, it's it's definitely it's
3: weird though, especially gotta I, give them time. There's some videos out there where it goes from like the start of the end times to the beginning of age of Sigmar. Boy, that's a
2: weird transition.
0: It, it is.
1: So, yeah.
2: Um.
0: So speaking of fantasy war master, anyone?
2: Yes. Yes. Um, mm. That's another fantastic game. That's uh, that's dead. Um, well,
1: it wasn't fantastic until yeah, community. Well, <laughs> Dep- yeah, yeah. That, that did require a so,
3: community edition to make it
2: good.
1: Um, uh, well, no, they fixed it in War Master Ancients, uh, which yeah. was also an unofficial second edition because they wouldn't get a book, but they fixed it in War Master Ancients. Yeah, uh, and, and
2: Revolution is just a better version. And War Master is a, s- a simple, you know, rank and file, um, ten smaller, mil? Uh, yeah, yeah, ten, ten mil. mil, yep, uh, game that just uh, is one of their specialist games and. It sort of brought the fantasy battles in sort of a, a much larger scale, in a way that was a f- that was far more simplified as well.
1: Yeah, yeah, I think it's neat. Um, I never liked how wizards work. Yeah, we, wizards are really gambly, because I never, I never got anything to work on a, on a wizard.
3: And I feel like the cast value is really high for a lot of the spells. I like everything. Well, yeah, I,
2: it is. Like, on, I think it is on purpose, low. though. Chance to succeed.
1: Yeah. That's so, true. I mean,
2: you take a look at some of the spells. You're like, these are actually pretty good, but it's also well, some are not all of them.
1: But then my wizards literally never do anything. <laughs> yeah, I mean
2: that's a thing for sure. Yeah, uh,
1: it's. Uh, I'm sure I mean, it's it, designed that way. Yeah,
2: I mean I think it's meant more for the for the balance. They want magic to be in, but they don't want it to be. I mean, it, I mean it's not like it's not like the fantasy battles where you're getting the purple sun coming down yeah, and blowing yeah. up an entire unit. Yeah. But they wanted it to be, you know, a thing, just not necessarily the main presence on the game. Yeah,
1: yeah. Which is fine, but I just wish it was more. Is a little easier. Yeah, because then I I feel like my wizards can do something instead of just like nope roll to three yeah. guess he does nothing again and, that, and that that'd would be really
2: easy to house for roll too. I mean just True. like just drop all the cast values by one
3: yeah a, a little more spell variety I think would be good for that game that too a every lot of it's very actually like four three or four yeah yeah and one of them was all the same yeah
2: yeah everybody has like a basic magic missile and then there's like some other variety I don't know I mean some of the some of the factions get some cool stuff Araby, I thought had some cool spells the the ghost units that are like the magic mirror units or whatever were yeah. cool.
1: Yeah. No, there's mm-hmm. some cool stuff, it's just they never happened. <laughs> like yeah, ever. like ever.
2: Yeah, and Master is essentially uh, it's it's like the Warhammer Fantasy equivalent of epic. It's yeah. where you're really meant to be able to do like these grand almost I'd say grand campaigns and things like that and be able to mm-hmm. really march in and what big on. old
1: battles. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah, so as far as that void goes, there's there's really nothing that's filled that though. <sighs> There kinda
1: is sort of a thing, which nobody, not many people know about.
0: Are you gonna tell us, or are you just gonna keep alluding to I'm it? I'm gonna
1: keep alluding to it, and I'm never gonna. No, um, <laughs> uh, DBA had I think it's called Horde of the Things, and it's a fantasy version of DBA. So there's been a couple small scale versions of fantasy.
0: Oh, because you know we all. Kn- you know mainstream node obscure deviations hey
1: dba is not obscure
0: that's not but what you're talking about is uh it's
1: what, what's dba it, it debelson it's the ancients game Oh, yeah, okay, it's like
2: it. ancients before it's ancients for the ancients yeah you could put it it's that way
0: that old. <laughs> <laughs> they just came out with a fourth edition third edition fourth? aaron they come out with an edition a decade i agree And just because you were forged from the old man flame and have been playing DBA since you were eight years old. People know
1: DBA. It is the largest ancients game ever. That is true. And it was a supplement for it. People know what I'm talking about just because you guys don't no but okay that's because
0: we are under 40 and you're mentally 73 that's
1: fine give me some butterscotch let's go
0: <laughs> okay the the butter biscuits are in the other room sorry Fuck yeah but uh no but oh do we have to get you some ginger snaps too to you know I keep some. you going I have
1: some and we'll cause it okay I do
0: <laughs> anyway
1: um, <laughs> there are some rule
2: sets though um that you could easily just downscale to, I mean, like, uh, anything warlord games, I'd say that you could arguably downscale it and be able to play it that way. So if you had like the fantasy miniature, I mean, we we've tried, uh, warlords of air which is one of their new games, whatnot. If you wanted to bring that down to a smaller scale, you could totally do it even though you're removing technically you're removing miniatures, but you just do markers for casualties instead. I mean we we did it for
3: Kings of War as well with uh with our Warmaster armies. Yeah. So it's really actually just about any game's not actually that hard to downscale and, no, and play no. anyway.
1: Yeah. Not not hard at all.
0: But I mean, it'd just be nice if somebody would write rules for that, you know, like eh. a little more of a I'm not going to say mainstream company because DBA is mainstream in the subculture. Yeah. Who, but
1: who does DBA? Mm, some guy who doesn't know how to write English well. Oh. Oh. I don't <laughs> remember.
0: Some guy your dad apparently knows. Oh, yeah. He knows him. Um, and, and he doesn't know how things work. And, and by that,
1: I mean uh, letters. Because trying to read his rule set is hard.
0: Yeah. So. Um, I don't remember. But.
1: Some dude. I'll look it up.
0: And then. What about, like, uh, Warhammer historicals? Like-
1: yeah, uh,
2: so I never, I never played any of the Warhammer historicals. I actually did want to get into it, though. Um, they were sort of going out right as... I mean, it seemed... I think they ended it, I think, just, what, five or six years ago, something like that, maybe a bit longer, where they still had some rule sets for it, and uh, for like a wide variety of different like historical time periods and whatnot. And it sounded, it always sounded like something that was interesting because I'd always heard good things about Warhammer historicals, but then they just sort of completely dropped that wing yeah. of their, uh, you know, of their brand or, you know, whatever else it is.
0: Yeah, because I've heard nothing but good things, but that could also just because the only people who talk about it are the people who liked it. So
2: Yeah, that could be.
0: It could be just incredibly lopsided and one sided with us just like, yeah, it was the greatest thing ever. And I mean, people say that about like old editions of 40K and like talking about fantasy battles. (laughs) This was the best thing ever. Yeah. There's nothing else that'll ever compare to
1: whatever edition, whatever. Yeah.
0: Yeah, it's just like, okay, bro, I mean, we've moved on. That was a couple decades ago now, but cool right you yeah. you keep it going you do you friend i'm not gonna judge you because you like this and i know of people who will take out you know all of their old models and they'll play like an old edition with all of the old models which i think is cool that's fun yeah like you have your ancient necron army from the 90s with Hell your yeah. long chairs of doom
1: fuck yeah i do
0: and it might actually be cool to pull out an old rule book and be like, hey, let's do 90s cons and...
1: They didn't really exist in rule books many.
0: Yeah, they were, but... They were a
1: white dwarf army, weren't they? Yeah. Okay. We- I could find them. We could do it.
0: We could. It'd be fun.
1: It would be a cool little thing.
0: Because I, I don't know if I have enough 90s Eldar, though. We'd That's have to second, get some. Would that be second or third edition?
3: Third. I have the full second edition rules. So yeah. I. <laughs> I
0: have all of the old Eldar codices uh, for Eldar and Dark Eldar, so yeah, we could pull out you know at least some old books. But regardless,
1: well, ne- Necron started from Gorkamorka. Yeah. So. Oh, they did. Yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. That's Interesting. Were, that's where they came from.
2: So that were like the archeotech stuff or yeah. something like that. Where okay, they, gotcha. The, the,
1: all the, this
3: time, I thought they were Chaos
2: robots. <laughs>
1: they were <laughs> originally Epic. in Space Crusade.
2: <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> Well, yeah. I mean, uh, Epic actually had um, some of the uh, <sighs> Chaos robots, or whatever, in some of the original yeah. set. I mean, if you take a look at like the uh, the original Chaos set for Epic, I mean, you had like like Chaos Beastmen kind of a thing, like oh, Minotaurs yeah. and
1: really cool weird
2: stuff. like Calvary type of stuff, and just like and even Chaos dwarves, sort of like with the I mean, in, but all in in actual Epic, and you're like, whoa, where is this going? And every single kind of Chaos engine you can think of, yeah,
0: yeah, because. Chaos has had a couple different directions at this point. I mean, you can look at the more traditional just chaos, chaos of, like, fantasy. And then that kind of is what they brought into, like, some of the other stuff they did. So Battle Masters and, like, all of the kind of peripheral games were, like, this is the direction we've gone in with Chaos Ogres, you know, kind of. Not necessarily beast many, but like goblin-y, like definitely goblin heavy and that sort of thing. Yeah. So and then yeah, what do they bring into Epic? Kind of a weird hodgepodge of all that. Just a bunch of garbage.
2: Yeah, they did. It was a weird I mean it and it it hasn't really survived into the into the fan editions, really. It's not really something you'd find it, I mean, you can take like yeah. cultist armies and you would be able to argue, okay, well, my Minotaur-looking dudes are actually just mutants and stuff along those lines. But it just, it went so far away from that in the fan editions. But the, um, I mean, the fan editions, I think, they're, it's a far more complete system.
0: Yeah, so, I mean, I'd like to see more variety in, like, chaos beasties. But, I mean, they've kind of settled into, like, a definite art style. So, a lot of the Minotaur, like, just crazy-looking beast boys just... They don't really fit that aesthetic now, which is kind of sad. But yeah. I'm okay with the direction they've gone, and it's unique. It does the thing, yeah. And it, you know, it's it's cohesive, which I would rather have that than some kind of really cool stuff that just doesn't fit. What's
1: something you feel like some mechanic of a dead game that you think was really good that you haven't seen in anything else?
2: That's a good question. Because um, oh, a lot tough. of it,
1: yeah. Because there's a lot of really interesting stuff. So, that doesn't get used.
2: I think uh, in terms of in terms of mass battle. So it so we were talking earlier about how the the scale of games looks like it has somewhat of an effect on on you know the survivability of a system. Yeah, uh, and with the exception of like Flames of War, which is 15 millimeter, I mean you don't really find a whole lot of other games that are actually like really hardwired to be in such a small scale. It's almost always 28 or higher. Uh, like I mean, you take a look at anything GW right now, uh, or even like. Um, Warm you know, warm Hordes is what, 32s, I think, yeah. something like that, where it's even a larger scale. But I think the I think it's kind of unfortunate because between Warmaster Epic and Um Dystopian Wars Armored Clash, you had like this opportunity for these really awesome formations and army building mm-hmm. and these mass battles where you could really charge across the field or, you know, across into different towns and all this other stuff to have this like really grand fight going on between like entire you know battalions or whatever else at a time that you just don't really see at the at the later scale at twenty eights. even even with like uh even with like warlord games um who are great to go i mean it's really easy to go to go whatever scale you want with that but they're 28s yeah and they're all through their own you know business in that sense their online store would be selling 28 millimeter models so you'd have like a napoleonic battle but it's not really super grand in terms of look but it can be if you scale it down yeah
0: yeah, and that's, I think, a whole topic in and of itself is scaling, picking an appropriate scale for what you're trying to portray. Yeah. So, as we've alluded to, the Six mil Battle of Waterloo, a lot.
1: Yes, eventually. Yeah. Soon soon, eventually.
2: You know, it's, it's kind of weird because sometimes you play some of these systems and you play in 28 and you look at it and you go, this actually would have worked a lot better in a smaller scale.
1: Yeah. You know, yeah. come to think of it, though,
3: talking about rules and dead games, that I am I can't really think of anything that doesn't exist in some other game. Like, I mean, other than...
1: Um, the okay. things that kind of don't are... A lot of it's from AT43. Okay. A lot of that is
3: not... Oh, that's true. AT43 had some very unique rules.
1: There, Yeah. A lot of the... The blast templates were horrible. Yep. Oh yeah, that yeah. was a terrible rule. Although,
3: if I remember right, that was the first game that we played where grenades actually had a blast. It was fucking
1: terrifying. Yeah, in that because yeah. you would have all of them throw and they'd all make the blast bigger. Yep. it was interesting. Blasts were a pain in the ass, but the range, the range system where you, how far you were out actually mattered. That was great. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah, because it, yeah. Yeah. it had the it had the range bands or and that was before range bands were like a, a big thing in, in smaller games Or like snipers were actually worked really well. Oh, yes yeah.
3: They ignored cover and mm-hmm. like even if you're in a bunker they didn't care it Yeah, they really
1: pick their guy and they can the... they had a long range. Yep, and that was the downfall of playing Russians Then again once you got in range you just killed every motherfucker in the room Everyone oh, yeah. just immediately Because uh, they uh, only had uh, SMGs Red Block Yeah Red, yeah. Block, Red Block Well was, to be fair
3: The Spetsnaz snipers For Red Block Were freaking great Yeah but they're too so good that's I can't play them or...
1: <laughs> I want rocket launchers and, and submachine guns I think I still have A whole bunch of them too Yeah, yeah. AT43 <laughs> AT
2: had a really good I mean it was a It was a good system until It was easy last, to pick up
1: Until their last Gundam trash um, Yeah so yeah, I mean that And that's weird. really the Hogs cogs were fucking terrible And that's really
2: yeah, The biggest problem I mean that's I think What really killed it In the end is that They tried to expand too. Quickly, yeah. Um, I mean, they had like all these plans because I mean, eighteen forty three didn't even get to the point where there was transports where most no. games had transports, and it just it, they ended up expanding out and they added two new factions: the Cogs and. um Whatever, that the mercenary the name, that so. mercenary or company is like a corporate yeah. thing. Oni, Oni. Oni yeah, the Oni corporation. They looked yeah, they looked good, cool. and they had an interesting style because they had like zombies. the will zombies and will yeah. tanks and things along those lines. I mean, they looked like they had a good aesthetic going, yeah. but they still needed to. They still needed to complete. Com- they they hadn't quite fleshed out the. Uh, the ape people—I'm trying to remember what they're called. Carmins. The carmens needed to be yeah. needed to be fleshed out further ah. before they even went on to these two new. I miss my
1: faction. Yeah, these were so especially the the ones with the with the giant guns like on their shoulders, giant artillery yeah. cannons. Oh my god! Oh, and they had like crazy wrist guns, and they would just punch everyone in the in combat. Well, like and they
2: had like those gyrocopter like things yeah, or whatever that were the little flyers. They were super cool. Yeah, and I played the Therians, which were sort they of like were nice. the. They were. I mean, it was they sort of cool. like I don't even know how you could explain them. It was. Kind of yeah. like like a collective co- like intelligence type thing sort of, well not even that I don't they, know, yeah they weren't sort of like a, they weren't
1: like gestalt or anything yeah but it was it was
2: like robot people but there's actual living beings that were connected to some network yeah yeah
1: yeah they were neat kind of like drones and like they had those flesh, creepy faces yeah like flesh yeah. drones yeah. with yeah. like uh, mannequin yeah. faces they yeah they were really cool they were they, they were, were really
2: neat interesting for sure and I,
1: I, that was another cool thing about AT43 was they were pre paints. Yes. yes. Yeah. Very that was cool. huge. Yeah.
2: Yeah. And you know, it was a good aesthetic too. I mean, the, yeah. the finishers looked, looked really good. nice. Yeah. Even like, uh, even the planet of the apes men type thing or whatnot, I, what not. The I thought they looked great. The yeah. Carmens
1: were really, I, and that's like a faction you never see anywhere. Else. No. That's why I
2: thought they were so cool. There's not an ape faction anywhere.
1: Nobody, nobody's going to have apes with little plasma guns that shoot a hundred gun, like little bullets yeah. out of their fists. I, like that's amazing.
3: Well, another cool thing about it was the uh, damage to vehicles. Cause you damage different oh, yeah. parts. Oh, uh, oh yeah. Uh, yeah. 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 So, made again going back to snipers made them kind of fun because you could you pick, pick out the weapons yeah, or yeah. else that you can actually damage and uh yeah oh that and, and i oh, actually had the it was the first game i can think of that we ever played that had the the cards that you'd use dry erase on yep to, yeah and to mark damage and you would um pick unit owner order with cards oh, oh yeah. yeah and you stack yeah and you unit cards. yeah so you had to pick your activation at the beginning of the the uh the turn and yeah. it alternated so you couldn't you couldn't react to somebody unless you got
2: more or less lucky <laughs> yeah there's a there's a so. lot of that game that i mean it, you play something like war machine where you feel like there might be some some similarities in terms of like uh the warjacks having multiple hit points and, yeah and where damage can be done to it but the thing is is that uh 1843 actually it ran very smoothly it did yeah whereas war machine i i do enjoy war machine but it, it has its Clunzy. moments sometimes it's where it can, it can get clunky yeah you can be like okay well I'm rolling the dice and this is hard to be able to figure out what's going on. Whereas in in AT43, you got it, you were able to easily get the damage track going and everything else, and you're like, okay, I understand what happened, and you can just go on from there. Yeah, yeah. But that was a fantastic game. I agree, absolutely.
1: I wish it didn't die. Yeah.
2: Yeah, So why did that one die? they they, they just overextended
1: they, they went bankrupt and yeah rackham and,
2: um it, it, i think that's the only french game i even i ever
1: knew of like game company yeah Yeah, french game company yeah, they were most really of these big. and then
2: nobody picked it up which i thought was yeah kind of nobody picked really it up did, yeah. yeah um i mean um, most of these you know because it's either by and large it seems like most game companies for tabletop miniatures are coming out of the uk yeah there's yeah. some in the u.s this was like Fair the one and only one and only French one. And it was amazing. That, it was like, a great cat, wide, game. wide
1: reach. Yeah. yeah.
2: Yeah. Yeah.
1: Well, confrontation was theirs as well.
2: Yeah. We, we never did. We never did try confrontation. It, di-
1: uh, it, it kind of died before we got it.
2: Yeah. And I know those weren't pre-painted either. Those no, were, they weren't. So was no. that yeah. dead
0: on arrival when it got to the States? Or was that just you guys got to it when it was dead? It just, when, when we were paying attention, it was yeah. gone.
2: AT43 actually at the shop did really well. Oh, yeah. Yeah. When it had come in i mean me I remember me and mark picked it up pretty quickly uh there was a campaign that was done at the shop it had a lot of there was a lot of following oh yeah um, people were getting into it i mean some of the rules there, there were some problems with some of the rules but book, rule books yeah. where it, could, it had some obscurities like it was a little bit i kind of remember it being kind of weird about like how you actually start the game yeah so like scenarios like what's a what's a regular pickup engagement you know what i mean because it wasn't quite like well here's your deployment and then Roll off to see who goes first or anything like that. So Here's we sort of had to. Or whatever. We yeah. had to kind of yeah. do that ad hoc, sort of based off of 40k or whatever yeah. else. But the rest of it worked fantastic. I yeah. mean, I mean, it was just it was a very solid system. It was pre-painted miniatures. You didn't require a, a ton of miniatures, which was nice and actually for being pre-painted they weren't even that expensive no
1: they weren't it bad was at, reasonable. at all yeah. it was
2: a very reasonable system
3: oh well, and their their army boxes were actually like a pretty really like good. it really was yeah. like an army like you yeah. got a full yeah playable force right off the bat Yeah, and like i think that. they were
2: like a hundred bucks or something like that yeah, it wasn't much all, yeah. yeah it was a, it was a good system it was really a a good gem but
1: yeah, i really sad to see that go
2: i was too yeah
1: yeah so you know honestly we should probably just bust that out again
2: yeah, I still have my stuff somewhere. I, I don't, don't, know I don't where, have much
1: of it. I could probably uh, yeah. eBay some. Yeah, I monkeys. probably have enough red
2: block for both of
1: us. Well, that's true. <laughs> you have a ton,
0: but monkeys.
2: Yeah, I know. But
3: monkeys. Yeah, yeah. there's monkeys. Not butt
0: monkeys. No, I will say though. <laughs> Why
3: not both? The last time I looked for just AT- make their on on blue. EBay, which really wasn't that long ago. It is really, really hard to get and really expensive. Yeah, yeah um, probably. So yeah, I'll but I am totally down to play it again.
1: <laughs> yeah, I, w- I want to try it again because it's neat.
0: Yeah, as I've long never as the cogs
1: s- don't hit the board, fuck them.
0: I've never seen a game played, so I'd be interested to give it a go.
3: I don't even know that you could find battle reports for it, because it was kind of before the YouTube was- battle reports were big.
1: Um, uh, GMG did one a couple months ago oh really for, for one of their throw, throwback thursdays oh no way but oh. it was but it had the fucking cogs in it so i'm like oh, this is no. Ill- illegitimate well, i actually i'll, have I'll the, go
2: watch it anyway <laughs> i hate to say <laughs> it but i actually did pick up the the uh, cog box set before yeah. before the whole thing died i hated their infantry but i'll admit to liking the walkers that's fair
0: so yeah. i guess we'll have to do a battle report yeah yeah, yeah i, I just
2: we'll, gotta final our stuff and, and finally I, I know i saw the red block box oh, the books we plug it online and i pretty
3: sure i saw that mini box recently because i know we had both of those starter sets as well we could probably get the the books for free online too mm, oh yeah um actually i think i saw the. Books i think i know i actually too. think i
2: know where my therians are there was a couple units i never got and i always wanted to get them like Yo, i never got the mealy dudes those aren't bad huh but
0: yeah i i have no context for any of this so i'm just like <laughs> yeah i'm excited yeah. monkeys
1: honestly it was a great game it's hey, a man. real it job. really was some yeah. of these are not expensive oh you're kidding I, I found there's a lot for three things for 33 bucks and it's the ones i never had so i need to get those oh. oh
2: oh yeah crap
0: so yeah i mean i guess we'll have to give that a go um did we talk about more time at all
2: no i don't think so we went over a lot of the gw stuff but not more time
0: yeah sorry i was just thought of that yeah uh more
2: so we we did try a campaign briefly uh, uh, briefly uh me me personally i backed out of it pretty quickly yeah. it was um more it's weird kind of suffered i don't know it's just sort of it's
1: it was a compl- weird system yeah
2: it was complicated i i felt like tracking was complicated to it to figure you know trying to figure out what you're doing and whatnot and and leveling up it, your individuals because i think everybody didn't everybody level in more is that correct um no. it was no oh was it or, i can't quite yeah, remember No, every, everyone oh, did, everybody yeah, did? It? Yeah. Just,
1: okay you had you had your heroes and then you had your henchmen were in groups oh and, right and your groups leveled your groups as well. leveled okay so it, was, it was yeah
0: it was different than necromunda that way yes because i know everyone's like oh it's fantasy necromunda but not, not right? yeah so yeah i, n- I didn't play it because i just played uh frostgrave
2: Yes, so. you're
1: right to do so. And
2: Frostgrave, Frostgrave was Frostgrave is so much easier to play too. I mean, Necrom or I mean not Necrom, uh mornheim It was kind of just a headache to try and keep track of everything that was going on.
3: And I, I felt like Mordheim was kind of
1: gaming for in a lot of ways. It, like was, it was because really, of picking your skills. Yeah, yeah. And and um shooting wasn't good. Yeah, because yeah. the only way to make sure, unless you rolled a six for on the wound chart, they just sat on the ground until they got back up again. Whereas in combat, if they went on the ground, you insta-killed them.
3: Right. Oh, that's right. Yeah. yeah.
1: So shooting was garbage. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So I'd be interested to see if GW actually does revive it.
2: They'd have to make some serious changes. I mean, yeah. they did yeah. with
0: Necromunda. It's a, it's not
2: that different. It would be interesting to see. It's different
0: from the, f- the fan edition that yeah. was running before. It's honestly not that different. Because I didn't play it's the actual. Similar. I played the... Uh, I don't know. The community-supported edition. And there's a lot of changes from community edition to current Necromunda. But
1: but the base of the game is pretty similar. I don't know if they
2: would ever really resurrect it. Just because, first off, you'd have to bring it into the Age of Sigmar universe. That would work. Uh which you could do, but but you already there's, you, there's great cities, oh, but you, you already, 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 already kind of have something that's sort of going along that same aesthetic because you have yeah. uh Shadespire, Shadespire Under- which is and, and, skirmish. and yeah, skirmish and Skirmish, which yeah. is already kind of coming along that same like line of thought.
0: But you don't have that campaign-minded focus. It'd be nice if they had like a Mordheim module that like attached to Skirmish. Yeah. yeah. Where you could like you're playing Skirmish. But you have, like, these Levels add-in, yeah. like, yeah. level stuff where you have development of characters and that sort of thing as you go along. And it it's creates sort of like a, a narrative arc like Necromunda does.
2: Or, like, a Kill Team version in that sense. Yeah, yeah actually being yeah.
0: really similar to that. So I can
2: see them doing that. Yeah, I can and see that. Using
0: yeah. the old Mordheim brand. Wait, wait, didn't they just announce one of those at the...
2: For fantasy? Yeah. Well, there is something coming out for fantasy. Yeah.
0: Like
1: Warcry or
2: whatever. Yeah, that's that's right.
3: Maybe so, it is. they
1: didn't say what it was, but they said it was by the same team who did Kill Team. So I would imagine so it's yes, probably going like it would probably yeah. be something like that.
3: AOS Kill Team. Yeah. 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 Yeah.
0: Yeah. But do you think they would use the Mordheim brand name because it is recognized no, in the hobby? No, it's called
3: Warcry. Yeah. But
0: they're just calling it Warcry? Well, well I, I Mordheim was a they city. Want to make, yeah. Which
3: yeah. Is destroyed. it, has destroyed. Yeah. It's yeah. gone.
1: Mordheim's gone. Yeah. That's true. Yeah. I mean, it was gone a long, even before the Yeah, I mean, it was
2: was next to, well, it was completely dead. It was a warp-infested, undead, you know. Yeah,
1: it was fucking horrible. Yeah, but
2: nightmare city to go through. Yeah,
1: but what they could do, I mean, there's a lot of great cities in in fantasy now. I mean, Hammerhall had its own fucking expansion for um, Warhammer Quest. Yeah. Uh, It's a whole game there. Well, just and they, in Hammerhall, and you can do that. There's a lot of great cities with lore.
2: And Age of Sigmar even had their their great city campaign system that they, which
1: yeah, th- didn't you didn't you pick that up? Yeah, we need, we should do it.
2: Okay, yeah, I was curious about it. I mean, I never heard anything about it after after it come out because they had those yeah. like ha- they I think maybe. It was neat. I think it kind of might have suffered from sort of their box sets because it was like a half and half kind of a thing where it's like half Stormcast and then half whatever else.
1: No, it didn't have anything else in it. It it was just the campaign system.
2: Oh, really? Yeah,
1: it it was a nice map and uh, the rules and stuff and that's it. Yeah.
2: interesting. Didn't didn't they do army boxes with it too or something like that? Army boxes. That was like the
1: half-half thing or whatever? Yes, because there were rules for specific cities that were mixes of order armies. Right, and then they had army boxes with that. Okay, that were that's like what dark I dark was... el- dark elves with some stormcast or humans with some stormcast, and yeah. which makes sense in the great cities. But you know, eh.
2: yeah, that's what I was thinking.
1: I wish those great cities allegiances were actually legal in match play. Yeah, because that would be really cool to see those at a tournament.
2: It's it's kind of weird that they did it because almost everything else that they do that has to do with Age of Sigmar, like if you take a look at Shade Spire formations and stuff like that, yeah. all of that comes in be yeah. fair though i think the shade spire formations and aos are really overpointed.
1: they're not good yeah they're, yeah, they're pretty they're, bad they're, I, but the, you can still take Zarb- them the, the goblin shaman is actually one of the only good ones Zarbag is actually really good in in standard for your age sigma
3: the the
1: troll what's that new one there's oh yeah yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah is actually really good too. yeah that
3: one i could see um and he has his weird squigs yeah, um, mm-hmm. yeah like a, oh they're so good know, oh they're nice. awesome i want to yeah, paint
1: mine yeah I really need a paint mine. I do. I feel mean, he's like a one-man the, army,
2: but yeah,
3: yeah, sort of.
1: He's terrifying. He's really good. Yeah.
0: I just want more squigs. That's fair. I just, I just
3: remember the the Zinch one looked really, really bad for how many points it was.
0: The wizard's pretty good though. Oh,
3: kind of.
1: He's got a neat spell.
3: But it only affects. Um, well, it's only can be used for three. The command point regenerating one. Yeah. Yeah, it can can not be used for everything, though. It can only be used for, like, uh, I can't remember
1: what the list is. It's like three things. Yeah, but it's nice.
2: You know, going back to Mordheim, though, um, something that might actually be kind of interesting with that, because of how the lore has changed so much, it'd be interesting if there was, like, a, a... If they did something, like, that was similar to Mordheim or Necromunda, obviously reworking the rules quite a bit, but there's, like, a certain point where all the realms maybe have a little bit of influence in it, so that you're having a battlefield that's like a kind of like, or like a city like Mordheim was, but it's ever changing because of different, you know, influences from the different realms seeping into it. I think you could do, I think you could pull that off and then you'd have, you know, you know, like the realm of dark with its own rules coming in over the casting of Paul in the city or the realm of life and all this other stuff where it's sort of bringing in the different chaos factions and other types of, you know, types of factions into it to sort of bring it in. And that sounds like a nexus. What
1: you could, yeah. What you could do is it's actually a, a realm gate nexus. Where it'll have realm gates to every every realm, and they people just found it.
2: Um, yeah, yeah.
1: And it just kind of seeps in and stuff. And there's shit like kind of shattered, broken realm gates, so it's hard to get in and out and stuff. And I think yeah. that that'd be neat.
2: Yeah, you could totally you could totally do something like that. You could at least get the spirit of the game back.
0: Yeah, yeah, for sure. So thinking about fantasy stuff um, just kind of made me think of War of the Ring
1: oh yeah oh Oh, i love it
2: it's a great system i love war of the ring probably the best fantasy system i've ever played it's
1: really good it's really really good i'm a huge fan
0: so aaron do you think it's really good i do i like it a lot would you like to elaborate as to why you think that
2: (laughs) no I think we do have one dissenter here, though. <laughs> no, it's it's not bad, but I do have a few qualms with a,
0: a certain Why?
3: spell. <laughs> oh, which one? The one that he, he doesn't like over the command
2: spells the, because it's massively anti undead. I,
3: I play specifically uh, undead, well, yeah. and
2: it, I just hate that
3: you have this one thing that will literally kind of mess up one specific faction. Um, I mean, that's fair. Yeah. So,
0: undead unlives matter.
2: Yeah, yeah,
3: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, it, and it's literally it, it won't it really does nothing to anybody else but them
1: so.
2: oh but he gets so salty over it I mean oh, that's fair I hate
3: it I hate it so that's much.
1: why you just need to fight my goblins and I am spooked always with my fight zero yeah that's fine I do feel <laughs> like uh, uh, the might
3: system gets can get a little wonky that's my on one play. complaint is um,
1: might's a pain in the ass to keep track of
3: well and, and that's a that's another one that gets kind of weird because like uh, like I mean, a lot of the the good guy heroes have, like, a, have the, what, a three might. They have just yeah. tons, just
1: pools and pools. But they don't get wizards as much. That's true. Because bad guys get wizards everywhere. Yeah, they and do. And then they just
3: laser beam formations. Uh, I did think it was weird that the wraiths only have one might. Yeah. Uh, it's
1: odd. Yeah. yeah. Unless Literally,
3: you play the Witch King specifically. I don't yeah. know. I think Is there weird. could
2: be some easy fixes to it, though. You could, like, make it so you can call at least a heroic action, even if you're out of might. Yeah, and then any extra heroic actions tweaks, you might require. I think would additional. help
3: it a lot. There was, I mean, there is now granted, there's some really cool stuff like, but well, involving your big bad characters like Sauron and yeah, and the necromancer, they are really, really powerful. Um, well, except for against that one command spell, which we'll just insta-give
1: him. Which is so dumb. <laughs> yeah. That is dumb. It's like, well, oh. They well. brought a low-level wizard, guess I die. Yeah. Or, you yeah. the Balrog gets yeah. I will too, now okay. shine
3: light on you, and you will fade away into nothing. And like, yep. well, I guess that's it. Guess yeah. I die. There goes Charon. That's, you know, that's yeah. all we had to do. Yeah,
1: pack a really flashlight. That... Yeah. Yeah, that's really, really that Yeah. Why didn't people think of this before? What's with this ring bullshit? <laughs> yeah, who needs that when he can shine him with a light? Yeah, a little bit. Um,
3: But I uh, would... To me, that was like the biggest issue with the game. Now that that and that no, does specifically it's that affect and me.
1: Artillery sucks.
2: It's I, too good. Oh yeah, no artillery the, was kind of weird. Mass artillery. Yeah. It's mass artillery is artillery. way too good,
1: and it's really easy to get. Mainly because of John uh, and his triple ballista. Yeah. yeah, and it's just like I at the first time I brought my fucking my dragon, which is. Really expensive and really yep. good, and then it's just like I shot it with three bolts and it died.
2: Yeah, yeah. No, well, what? I think the issue is that the chart is just too easy to hit, it is, yeah. So that's a really the big is. problem. With and spells, well, kind of have an issue with that too, in a it, sense. Yeah. Well, like,
3: and arguably, artillery is really easy to get, yeah. Yes, it is. Yeah. Like, yeah. I have it's the three cheap. little border bows, yeah, they really allied really attachment, good. and it's
2: not hard to bring it in. Oh, they really good, yeah.
1: Well, that's a weird thing with them. It's odd with some armies, too, that they just don't have it. Yeah. yeah Goblin,
2: Ro- no, Rohan doesn't.
1: Rohan doesn't have it. Mm-hmm. Elves don't have them. Well, that's Goblins true. Yeah. don't have them at all.
3: Well, and again, that's why, I mean, like, actually, I guess, what can you ally with with goblins, come to think of you it? I mean anything. Oh, okay. Evil. Well, because I mean, is in the same boat, but, but I don't it's want really to easy that. to get more Bodar. Mor- yeah, Modar. But, but, <laughs> Modar but why would Modar I do bros? that when yeah. I, just, I
1: just buy a couple trolls?
3: Yeah, Fucked well, and, and yeah. to be fair, trolls hur- hurling rocks, I actually thought was really, really cool. They're really It's not good. over the top, but it's pretty good. Yeah.
2: But, you know, I think I do think the allied rules do work really well in the game, though, because it's just a simple 25%, and, and that's that's it.
0: Yeah, that's not complicated yeah. or anything yeah, it like that, so. It
2: doesn't affect your army in Our, any other artillery way. Artillery was just yeah. way under-costed. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, yeah, it, it really It's too
1: cheap uh, for uh, how effective it, it is. is.
3: It's way more accurate than it probably should be. Yeah, that's my...
1: Those are my only complaints. But we really.
2: should probably explain how some of the differences are between War of the Ring and Lord of the Rings battle strategy games. Yes, yeah, please do because really
1: yeah. a lot of people haven't played War of the Ring. So,
2: yeah. so War of the Ring, um, War of the Ring is is rank and file of sorts. It's not as 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 compact. It's loose, but you do have like uh, you do have movement bases that you're moving with. And you do, but you do also take casualties. So it's not like uh, it's not like markers or anything like that. You're actually removing models as they get hit.
1: Yeah. They're, they're organized into companies of eight.
2: Yes. And it's a, but it's a really easy system. It's easy to move uh, movements, just going essentially, whatever the furthest point is to based off your movement value is where you can get to, if you can turn somewhere in there, you're fine to do so. It's not like you have to move forward so much, turn 45, move forward so much turn 45 or anything like that had a really good system in that sense. Um, the game doesn't have armor saves uh no it had a really awesome system of what was just called resilience hitting meant that you actually hit the enemy so if you hit them with like with like archers or something like that if they're hit they're hit and if they only have resilience one that hit is a kill so you would remove them as they were but then some tougher things like calvary would be resilience too which means you had to do two hits to wipe out one one calvary man okay and then monsters didn't even have a health pool it just had a it had a chart so you would take... They're the only ones that actually took wound, wound markers. And as you would hit them in melee or at range or whatnot, you would have to roll on this chart and add in your, your wound yeah. markers to, the to adjust to the to adjust the chart to the see to
0: kill
1: where
2: you were at. Awesome. Yeah,
1: yeah. for like a cave troll would be resilience too. So for every two... Like if you tried to shoot it with bows and you only got one hit, it would do nothing. If you do two, you'd get one roll. And they'd be cumulative. Mm-hmm. So if you rolled like a one, you would do nothing. If you got a two through, I think, three... four it was one wood marker which would add one to your next roll and you'd kill on a six Mm -hmm. so it was really it was it was it was simple and it was cool and like bigger trolls like troll chieftains or some stuff like that had very hard to kill which is just a flat minus one but the cool ones were the ridiculously hard to kill which was like dragons balrogs and and mumakills
2: yeah Yeah. my bad historical (laughs) mumakills yes uh and
3: they could have uh uh higher resilience as well just yeah yeah yeah. so it it yeah.
2: worked really well in the game. I mean, the big, big, bad monsters really felt like big bad monsters ro- yeah, wrecking through. I really mean, tough. trolls were a lot of fun. kills, oh, okay. <laughs> like yeah. Um, just tons of just fun options with it. I mean, we did a Pelennor Fields at the, at the shop. That's what oh, really yeah. got me into it. I played as the Haradrim with the, with the mammoth yeah. and whatnot and I just remember dropping stomp. down yeah. yeah, and I'm like, this thing is fun. I'm just like stomping on all and the then horses and It eventually gets whatnot. T- taken
1: down and, and then know, I are yeah, like, I you did it, enough yeah. damage. You did it. Yeah, right. exactly. Whatever. Yeah.
2: So, I mean, it, it, it is a very, uh, I mean, there are, so there are, I will admit there are some things that probably could stand to be tweaked a bit. Yes. Yeah. The command, this, the command spells are too, are too good against, spirits Um, spirits which is but it is a little ironic because the only people that can like if you're playing as rohan or or gondor or any of that you only get these spells if you actually ally in a wizard because they don't have any native wizards to go with them
1: yeah um but why wouldn't you because fuck Um, allies i don't like yeah it just
2: it just depends i mean not even uh not even elves get command no they they, get like they don't get access to command either they get wilderness wilderness which is
1: pretty neat but um the cool thing is um They just found a way to take the exact stats from the strategy battle game and make it work. Because in the strategy battle game, they have a weird system for combat, which I'm not a huge fan of. It's slow. It's slow and it's weird. Where if it's a combat, like if you have an orc fighting a Gondor man, um, you just roll off. And if you tied whoever had the higher fight, pushed them back and did attacks. Yes, it's weird. Yeah, that's weird and slow. But in this, um, the company of the the each stand got a bonus for how many fight they had over the enemy, which means that trash people like goblins, which I love, still get the standard amount of attacks. They don't get extra, hopefully, because um, that means they're fighting some really shitty dudes. Um, they don't get extra, extra, but they don't take a penalty. Yes, which makes goblins actually kind of effective and good. Yeah, they're and, a viable army. Yeah. Yeah. And I like that um I like the one dice roll. Because it sounds like it's gonna be everyone's gonna be dying real fast, but like in reality everybody's really it's fives and sixes or mm-hmm. sixes and fours. Like it's it's tough to kill stuff.
2: Yeah, the, the uh the, the hit chart is actually it's not like the normal GW hit chart where you're no. just like a four to four is a four. It's like a four to like four strength to four toughness is
1: actually that a is five. A, that is a four.
2: Is it? Yeah, it's still I a think four. it's a. No, that's a four. Oh, maybe it is. Yeah,
1: it still is, but that never happens because everyone's strength is almost always lower than anyone anyone else's defense. Yeah. That's true. Defenses yeah. are really high. Like mm-hmm. a trolls are troll like Mordor trolls are like sevens and eights. Yeah, yeah. So against like bows, you're doing sixes and fours. But the other good thing too fives. is that
2: there's there's no such thing as being an impossible no either because you can do sixes and fours and then sixes and fives or sixes, or sixes, or sixes and, and sixes if yeah. it's really bad. So it's unlikely, but it's at least not. Oh no, you just
1: can't do it. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah so were there any other dead games that you guys want to talk about
1: I don't I think we covered all yeah, yeah. we Diego got a, sport.
2: we got a pretty good covering I think
1: Ho- yeah. hopefully they'll come back with the word of the ring that would be I would cool Love them to they do. should well the main yeah. the, the reason they, that it died is because they lost that, that that was between the Hobbit and the last Lord of the Rings movie so they lost the license between them
2: yeah
0: that was it was literally
1: at the end of their license with um Newline. um that they so they couldn't they just couldn't do anything anymore with it it wasn't because it didn't sell they well and they i can't remember some some other
3: license is different this time around right they didn't actually have to license because with the, they
1: don't have to license with new line cause yeah. they're not nobody's making movies anymore so they're just licensed with the tolkien estate okay that's that what makes it more, is yeah. Yeah. and it made it more expensive because they had a because yeah, they had to do licenses. two right. licenses. Yeah. That's why all the new stuff is cheaper. Yeah. You mean it's the exact same models which are beautiful. Cheap. They are. Yeah. I want to start a uh, cond force. Oh
2: yeah, really the condish. <laughs> and get the chariots. Oh yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah.
1: Oh well.
0: I just want to trash Shire army.
1: It would be very funny. Oh yeah. But holy shit would that be expensive. Yeah. Someone needs to come out with some cheap hobbits. Yeah. Give me a plastic hobbit multi kit. Someone. Anyone. (laughs) Oh, well. That's fine. Yep.
0: All right. So, Aaron, would you like to talk about our sponsor? Sure. I'll try. Uh,
1: Don't try. Do it. Well, here we go. Oh, boy. Today, as always, we're sponsored by Gajo Minis and Gajo Games. Gajo Minis is the website where, if you go to gajo, G-A-J-O, minis.com, you can pick up and purchase some good old-fashioned pre-painted historicals we do 15s and 28s lots of different eras and today i want to highlight since we talked about napoleonics i want to talk about us having for some reason pre-painted napoleonic saxons it's a weird army we have them fuck it why not um we got we got line with a bunch of different facing colors we got grenadiers cuirassiers, dragoons artillery we got all the saxon needs in 15 mil that you want pre-painted order them up throw them on bases do a bit of flock you're done Throw them on a board. Play a game. It's dope. Uh, also, we have a store in Sandy, Utah, 9420 South Union Square. It's down there. We got a shit ton of tables upstairs. Really nice. Um, always free to play there. So come in, play games. They're good. We have all miniatures. Not all, but we have most. a ridiculous amount of
0: miniatures. Most of the popular ones. If we to- can't
1: get it, it's because our distributor doesn't carry it, basically. Yeah, yeah. So, so yeah, I mean, we even have a whole wall of terrain. So if you're a terrain boy or girl, if you're a terrainsman, we got a shit ton of it. So do that, man.
2: Do you have a great collection of Battlefield box? I, I will that's, say that right now.
1: That's because it, it takes years and years to restock. So we just buy a ridiculous amount yes. of it because yeah. we know it's going to sell.
0: Because yeah,
3: that we re- recently raided That we recently <laughs> rated. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah
0: yeah no, that and battlefield in the box stuff is so good yeah that's the gf-9 yeah yeah and yeah. which is reasonably priced for very nice terrain and it's done yeah. Yes, you just yeah. open the box put on table well i mean with the
1: trees you should probably put the flock on but yes
0: with the Speaking ruins of. and things and all of the other things that are not yes, trees
1: exactly it's easy
0: so, and it does nice. make a,
2: it makes a huge difference for the for the immersion of the game. I mean, if you have oh, a yeah. good looking battlefield, it just makes it all that be- that much better. Yeah,
1: and if you don't want to spend time painting stuff, bam, battlefield in my box. Yeah, it's turned into a battlefield in box plug, and I'm okay with that. <laughs> They're really nice. <laughs> hey, GF nine, yeah. we're uh, at Gajo. It yeah. is there.
0: Yeah, we have a shit ton. GF nine, we have all of it. So yeah, we will accept you as a sponsor.
1: Yeah, sure, whatever. Why not?
0: <laughs> yeah, you're dope. Send yeah. us stuff,
1: or not, <laughs> whatever. Yeah.
0: We'll still use your Battlefield in the box. It's still good stuff. Yeah. Although I'd still like more uh, GF9 gaming aids, like the... Uh, the
1: measure gauge and The stuff. measure
0: gauge they used to have. Eh, whatever. I have one. I like it. I don't need them. I like them. They're neat. That's fair. So... So, yeah. And, um, well, I guess we should plug ourselves. Sh- sure. So, like us on social media. We are Art of Mini War... On Facebook, at Art of Mini War, on Instagram and Twitter. And we have our website now up, artofminiwar.com. Yeah. So.
1: If it's our name, we have it.
0: And it's us, mostly. It is. It is us. I don't
1: know how we got all of them, but we did it. We did. So. I'm surprised none of these names were taken. Yeah. Anywhere. So. So, Hey, we got lucky.
0: (laughs) Yeah, and. We didn't have
1: to. Pay some weird man in his basement who's sitting on a, on a URL or something.
0: <laughs> yeah. So, and we're on most of the streaming services now. So we're on iTunes, Google Play, everywhere, um, Spotify, all Stitcher, pod- all of the things. All things podcasts. Are. So, if you really like us and enjoy our content, please uh, rate and review us on iTunes. It helps. That a lot. helps us an awful lot. Helps us get found. And with that sort of thing happening, we can do more and keep creating good content or what we think is good content. And hopefully you do too. So, yeah. So. Do that. Press all the buttons which are good for us.
1: Yes. Do that. It's good. Hooray. Yes. Ding.
0: So, um, I guess we'll talk about what we've been up to.
1: Oh, yeah. That's a segment.
0: Yeah, it is. So. Hooray. <laughs> yeah. Aaron and I. Didn't We recorded our last episode when we got back from LVO, which was not too long ago, so... Yeah. Yeah, I've been uh, not no. doing too terribly much since then. I edited yeah. the last episode and got that up only three hours late, but that's fine. Oh, darn. Uh, so, I was recently gifted some Crix models, so those are going to be probably up on my painting table soon because I want to get those bad boys painted because they're
1: Cric-criced dope
0: up. get out <laughs> sure um, so they're really neat I want to get those painted and I also pulled out my Adeptus Titanicus yeah. stuff and realized I only painted like three or four of my knights and my one warlord so I don't I've, really
1: have an army yet I've got yeah. stuff to paint
0: so I should get to that and then looked at my Skitari and I had mech that I'd recently assembled It was stuff I got for Christmas and looking at that going well it's, it's primed it's starting to get there so yeah. I've got some stuff that I'm kind of loosely working on I've got a couple projects going on which is fine gives me variety yeah. so I'm down with that and I should also finish my armagers from yeah, LVO because sure they're like 85% of the way there so, yeah. might as well just finish them. Yeah, they're not they're not far. And as far as anything else um we've been doing goes, we just tried Arena Rex. Yeah. Last night. It was okay. Um I I watched cuz you and John were doing a demo. I thought it was fun. It's I neat. like it. I your, think it's okay. Your dice just hated me. My you. dice
1: hated me. I think it's really neat. Um I don't it's not it's it's a very much a sometimes game.
3: Was that a Kickstarter game, too? or Probably. Okay, it feels like
0: know. one. Yeah, it does feel,
1: fair, so. yeah.
0: feel that way. But, yeah, as far as any... It's neat. It's a sometimes game. Yeah. And as far as anything else goes, uh, as far as other media, really I haven't been doing much. I picked up a copy of Ancient Warfare, so I've been reading that and getting excited about Ancient, so... If I start really pushing for ancients that's why. What
1: era of ancients?
0: Uh so there was I'm, I'm not going to bore you guys with the details but there were I... some really neat um Roman excavations going on mm. right now.
1: You've already lost me cuz right now I really want to do some Bronze Age Mycenaeans with the the Panopoli, Uh-huh. Cuz that's amazing.
0: And there was this like mostly intact chariot they found and that's really cool and so i'm that's where my head's at right now other than i'm still heavily researching for our waterloo six mil battle yes so that is definitely still a thing i'm doing trying to get through as much material on that as possible so hopefully come june i will be at least reasonably informed after i finish Third or fourth book that I've been reading on it, mm-hmm. so that's what I've been doing. As exciting as that sounds, woo! So, Aaron, what have you been doing? Um,
1: what I've been doing is just putting together all my Vestroyans. putting them on bases, trimming them up, getting them ready. I got a lot of them now. I pretty much just need plasma guns and uh, tanks now, and then they're ready to go. Besides paint, of course. Yes. Um, And then I'm going to just be painting a lot of six mil uh, Napoleonics for eternity. But that's fine. That's fine.
0: So, Mark, what are you up to?
3: Oh, boy. Um, (laughs) uh, Well, really not much because I don't paint. I usually have Aaron do that for me. (laughs) Yeah, that seems to be a through line. Yeah uh really been kind of getting into this uh warlords of uh, Erewhon game and kind of expanding uh, my lord of the Rings miniatures for that for the undead uh, we've been well actually I guess you could argue we have been doing a little bit because we've been getting a, a game table set up and yeah and uh kind of like making a space for that so picked up a a, a terra firma t- table. Uh, which is actually really nice. I would recommend people take a look at that if you have the time and are interested in your own game table.
1: Yeah, it's foldable, right? Yep. Yeah.
3: Yep. Comes in a nice case, too, actually, a nice carrying case that covers it up. Uh, it, it does yeah. weigh quite a bit. Well, wow. <laughs> so good. Because it's all metal.
1: I'm, yep. that, that's good. It means that so, the shit won't fall off and yep. it won't explode. So
3: good. And it's taller. Well, actually, you can adjust the, the height, which is really nice as well. Yeah. So that's, uh, Tall people like me don't want to hunch for it, eternity. Right. But
0: short or, people like me also like the option of it being at a human height. No. Well, or an abhuman height. No, we skipped
3: that. <laughs> uh, it, it's surprising how much uh, table height actually kind of really matters for oh, this yeah. game. For uh, oh, for yeah. gaming. You, you don't want to kink in your back by the end of the day. <laughs> yeah.
1: Yeah.
2: Uh,
3: but yeah, that's all I've been up to. So
2: Todd, uh, and I've also just been expanding my Lord of the Rings collection for, for Lord of the Rings as well as Warlords of Erewhon. Um, I do play Rohan and I recently bit the bullet on this one and picked up Royal Guard because I've always wanted Oof. them, but, um, there are three models to a pack. So yeah, I'm, I, I'll uh, only say that I'm partway there. Not enough, for, a lot. not enough for War of the Ring, certainly enough for the skirmish game and enough for Warlords of Erewhon. But, uh, yeah it's a it's a thing it'll be collected on or i'll get more of them later and uh hopefully build a filled an actual unit in war of the ring but
1: what do you guys think of that game Uh, uh, Er errone yeah because i i haven't played i've just i just watched you guys play it for like so 10 minutes i didn't actually see any of the actual how it works
2: i actually really like warlords games have like a nice simplicity to it it is like um gates of Antares, except for that it's an updated rule set Okay, um, I'm perfectly fine with it being a generic fantasy game, uh, which is what it is. You really don't need to. You don't need to use their mo- their miniatures. You can really use anything you want. Yeah. And then just be like, okay, well, this kind of fits into this list. So that's fine. Like, I'm taking Rohan as barbarians. Yeah. So that works. Just based off of armor and weapon choices and things along those lines. Um, it's a. I'd say it's pretty solid. I mean, I think you know we were playing. You play like a thousand to what fifteen hundred. Wait, we so played a thousand game? point game at
3: twelve fifty and fifteen hundred. Twelve fifty feels felt really good. I yeah. would argue. Uh, it is a. Uh, I would kind of the hardest part of that game is actually trying to decide what you want to bring weapon right, wise. Uh, yeah, that's true. The, nothing's hmm. really seems clearly. There's a superior reason for, to another weapon. Yeah, there's a reason well, to take just axes and swords versus spears
2: or things like that. So, um, I mean, the game is uh, it flows pretty well. The D ten system is great. I absolutely love it it's nice to get out of the d6s um and uh i mean we played a 1250 game last night i think we had i had like 62 miniatures it's not really that bad yeah so and mark was like almost around the same uh, <sighs> i think it was like 68
1: yeah i'll have to throw my empire at someone
2: yeah for sure i yeah. mean it's a, it's a fun game
1: it's all painted t- mm-hmm. now too so yeah, yeah.
2: it's got a c- simple army composition too
3: so well and it uh well when i was reading on the forums last it sounds like they're they have plans for like rat men and uh Ooh. Demons. Demons. Yeah. Ooh,
0: um, I'm excited for that. Yeah. yeah. Um, did, uh, so,
3: did somebody say Ratman? Yeah, so there's more coming. Ah. Kind of, uh, <laughs> <laughs> um unfortunately I will say though my, my one beef with it though has been kinda of the rule book was they could have
2: gone through editing a little more. <laughs> yeah. Oh. There's editing um, problems with the rule book. There's yeah. typos. Yeah, that happens. And an entirely an entire missing rule that is loose leafed in oh. the front. Yeah.
1: Oh yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. What but, is that rule? Uh, it's
2: um, continuous run orders is what it is.
1: Oh.
2: You can, can you if you had a run order sp- uh, previously, you don't have to pick up the order dice. You can keep on running.
1: That makes sense. And
2: then if you also had a run order because you were actually routed, you don't pick up the order dice, and okay. it tells you how you do how you continue on with that. That makes sense. Mm-hmm. So okay. Not. I mean, it's a big rule, especially for routing, because routing is one oh, of the yeah. ways that units are destroyed. Of course. But um, it's not a hard rule either
1: okay yeah so yeah cool yeah i'll have to try that yeah. um i always like trying new games so yeah well we play all of them so, so I, think that's pretty much. <laughs> I yes me me too i also need to get out my uh get out my big troll for shade spire i need to do that sometime soon because I, I like it's that the game. one
2: game we don't play i know <laughs> yeah, i know really i know i like that game a lot how dare you yep <laughs>
1: It's only $35. I know, I know. I also own every single warband, so you don't even have to buy it. Fair. (laughs) But yes, anyway. Yeah, so we've done it.
0: We did the thing.
1: We did did us an episode. Hooray. Wow. (laughs) Wow. Goodbye.